ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, quick exclusive right now. We have actual footage of the fight that went on backstage here at AEW. I say that every week. <laughs> Bro, I was worse. not expecting that. No, uh, listen, that just, was the last thing I was expecting. Did you guys see that exclusive footage of what happened backstage at AEW? I just uh, uh, show it to him again. <laughs> Hold on, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. I was ladies, not expecting that. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you missed it, I know five people are watching now. We have exclusive footage, okay? Exclusive footage of what happened backstage with the altercation between CM Punk, the Young Bucks, and the Elite. Everybody knows there's no hitting in the balls. That's exactly why they were stripped of their titles. But <laughs> welcome one, welcome all to the Wrestling Roll Now podcast. And I as you can see, it was, it was, huh? If they huh? massive like the Miz. I'm just saying. Balls. I'm just saying. Like, you don't, you don't, there's no hitting in the balls. That's just the rule. And guys, in case you haven't noticed, we have a very special guest with us today. This is going to be a very brothered out conversation. So, of course, we brought... None other than Brandon the guy guy. <laughs> Brother, he will be joining us shortly. He's got other obligations that he's he's actually on his way. But we got a lot to unpack tonight, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Oh buddy. And and this has been the <laughs> this has oh, been the buddy. conversation. It's been a conversation uh that we've had behind closed doors. And it's time we finally had this in public. See, look, the people are starting to come into the chat, the viewers are coming in. Now I think it's it's time to get into it, but of course. We have to get to logistics. My cat's squealing. Be quiet. I'm on the show. Cat squealing. Ready? <laughs> Here we go. It's, it's time to get into logistics. Nope, 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 nope. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Welcome to the Wrestle Around Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now. You can watch our flagship show, The Wrestling Room, and other shows such as Wrestling for the Culture and Break It Down with Brian H. and other content anytime, anywhere on YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Room, where myself, The Real Dwayne Allen, Brian H. Waters, and has the third brother, Hugh, explore many topics and try to educate and give fans a different perspective on the many different things in the world of professional wrestling. I am The Real Dwayne Allen. That is Brian H. Waters. That is Brandon, the guy, guy. We will soon be joined by has the third brother Hugh H to the A to the S, T to the H to the E, three to the R to the D. We still give it to you even though he's not here right now. There he is. Wait, 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 wait. There he is. 
He's tuning in. He's cabled in. Follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Rustin Realm. Like, subscribe, and engage in the conversation with us. You can also stream and download all of our audio content on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can watch us and subscribe to our Twitch channel at The Wrestling Realm. Adding Brother Heat to the stream. Hey, Brother Heat. Oh, did he just leave out? Oh, shoot, my fault. <laughs> we was giving him intro What's music. Up? What's up, man? How you doing? No, you're good. You're right. You, you came just in time because we got started late. We're right in the middle of logistics, so you're good. Don't worry. Don't trip. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My bad, Brian. I prematurely brought him in before his, his intro music. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, back to business. You can shop with us uh, to support our brand. If you want to dress like us, you can shop now at therustlingrealm.com, where we have t-shirts, hoodies, mugs. Hold on. Brian, it's just showing off his shirt. Show it off, brother. Brother, he's got the hoodie on. I'm like I'm all AJ Styles out right now. My man Brandon, the guy's guy, he's all flashed out. We're not gonna get into that DC Marvel conversation now, but it's gonna happen. One <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> one of these days. It's gonna happen, trust me. But until then, you can shop at wrestlingrealm.com. Wrestlingrealm.com, excuse me. Uh, where one of our most popular tees is the proud wrestling fan tee. We have a, a few new colorways coming soon. We have a we actually have a full fall to winter collection set to drop soon so that you guys can continue to grow with us as we grow our brand and we can grow together. Also, subscribe to our Patreon for all exclusive shows and footage and content, including uh, be Brian H. Waters Thoughts. What is it, Brian H., What is it actually called? You have a, a set? Yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the name, Brian H. Okay. Waters Thoughts. Just a quick 10-minute podcast, audio exclusive of whatever I want to talk about, and a couple articles. I actually just dropped my five favorite moments from this summer. Absolutely, because Brian H. is writing again. So Patreon.com, wrestling slash, no, excuse me, wrestling underscore realm, right? Wrestling mm-hmm. underscore realm. We can get all the exclusive content, and we like to just show this because we put a lot of work into it. Shout out to you! Shout out to me. Me's done a great job. Appreciate you, me. Wait, that's me. sorry. <laughs> We're gonna shout but, out the chat real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they lit. Listen, listen. We appreciate you guys because we got started almost a half an hour late, but it worked out because I was late. But but we gave plenty of time for brother Hugh to come in because now. The, the boys are in the building. Like we had the whole crew here. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be one of those conversations. As usual, you know we're gonna be burning the midnight oil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Matt said he gotta get the hoodie for dynamite November second. We in the oh, building. Oh yeah, make that happen, Matt. We appreciate you, brother. We appreciate um, But you know we we got a we we got a lot to talk about, gentlemen. We've mm-hmm. got a lot to get into. That's why I didn't I didn't want to flood I didn't want to flood <laughs> the rundown with a whole lot of stuff because there's so much to unpack. And you know what? We're gonna let it rip. We we've been professional about this. But it's time to have this conversation, which is why we had to bring in some extra heavy artillery with Brandon, the guy, guy. Just that's I never thought I'd see that day. Listen to look at this. this. It's time for (laughs) AW Bash Fest to commence. Oh my gosh, brother Raj! You might be, you might be pure ignorance. Please, definitely go get it. It's it's available now. Trust me, we got much, much more to come. Um, Yeah, brother Raj, you know, uncle, you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trust me, he, he's got a front row seat because he knows what's coming. Look at Justin, Justin yeah. Rich. Yes, and Justin. <laughs> I'm glad you're here too, Justin, because Justin he, he was cracking quite a few jokes on Twitter. It was a lot of jokes going on, and I was like, this is going to be fun. Yo, but, Justin um, was in everybody's group chat. I'm pretty sure yeah. this whole week. I'm sure he was in everybody's group chat. His tweets, that is. Listen to me. It's it, it was what's going on, pure ignorance. That's what's going on. That's what I said, man. Definitely. Like, we got a uh, hey, family building here, yeah. right? 
Um, he said he believed I photoshopped you. That's what he told me at, um, Black, uh, <laughs> at, at Battle Club. He said, I, I'm not going to believe because I still haven't seen the real Dwayne Allen. We live in the same state and I still haven't seen him. I think you photoshopped him. No, we go. It's, trust me, it, it'll, it'll be one of those days, man. I promise. Because trust me, it's, it's not the first time I've heard that. And I'm sure it won't be the last time. But <laughs> see, look, look, Matt's starting already. Listen, this is why we told y'all to join. This is why yep. we told you guys to join the group chat. Join the chat. Why? Because you could be a part of the show just as much as we are. Because we this look, everybody, look, everybody's commenting, bro. Listen, I'm 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 glad everybody stayed up the extra uh, 30 I'm minutes. I'm just trying to, to keep uh, up with them. Look, I'm trying to keep up with look, them. Listen to me. This is gonna be one of those nights, but you and you know mm-hmm. the crazy part is brothers. This is the yep. crazy part. You know, usually, um, usually we uh you know we start off a little mm-hmm. bit of AW and we go into the highlight of the night, but tonight the roles all reversed. We're gonna get into Ooh. a little bit of WWE. Plot twist. And, and then, look, wait, 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 is that a Mountain Dew brownie chat? What is that? Diet, diet Mountain Dew. He's got a Mountain Dew, so he's got the caffeine uh, right. Exactly. Last, last, like, time, last time he had a, last time he had a cup of Joe. At least it looked like it was coffee, a cup of Joe. Yeah, it, yeah, it was called like a, cup a, yeah, it it was was a cup of Joe. It was a cup of Joe. And he loved the clock at night. So, you know, so now, uh, see, look, look, even, look, even I'm watching. Look at that. Can you guys see my phone? That's me watching me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah. I, did, I didn't mean to have that up, but okay. But um, usually we do a little bit of AW. We try to mm-hmm. say something positive, and we kind of move on to the heavy hitters, right? But I think tonight it's the, like I said, the roles are reversed, gentlemen. What do you, yeah. what are you guys thinking before we jump know, into man. this? I don't know. This is going to be a. Bro- I think I we got to come out swinging. This is going to be a brothers out conversation. I'm. Tra- That's why we brought Brandon because, like I said, if if you guys missed the show that Brandon was on last time, look, so, see, look, see. All right, we got we got some opinions. Sober Tony Khan did all right. Okay, because he was he was chug a lugging, chug a lugging. We, <laughs> we brought in we brought in brother Brandon, Brandon guy, Brandon the guy guy. It's because, like I said, he's one of the most opinionated brothers. In the business, but there's a couple of things that we need to discuss, including some time on the traditions mm-hmm. that may or may not have been broken or oh, ad- or adhered to. Look, the jokes, the jokes are coming already. Uh, we're, we're gonna get into it, but he's one of the most opinionated brothers, and we, we're gonna need that firepower tonight because we gotta unpack some stuff. But listen, we're gonna start with some positivity. We're gonna mm-hmm. send a special thanks to uh Demaris Di- of Diasporting Network in the Flex Zone for joining us last week. We appreciate you, brother. We're gonna have you on again. Uh, it's always a good time when the good brothers are mm. on, but like I said, we have another good brother on with us. Man, we're gonna need a reunion show with everybody on one show. We need right. to, we need to do, we need to do a roundtable, like like Just straight like everybody. Like I am, I am pivot player style. Like I mm-hmm. combine those two. Like um, yeah, <laughs> so was combined at one point. Yeah, well, that's you see, you see, the, you see what I did there. Like, yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but let's get into it. Like I said, we've wasted enough time. It's it's been eleven minutes. We've caught up with you. Usually, we go into what we watched and all the kind of stuff. Listen, we we been, for that. Let's go. We, we know what we've been watching all. <laughs> he must be all week, right? You got something to say? So so let's can just, let's. Can I just say one thing, please? By all means. You know how I'm usually in a wrestling coma and don't want to watch anything. Oh yeah, I'm big like, time. I need to go to like wrestling rehab or something. Because I feel like I'm like overlooked. I feel like I'm overdosed. Like I did a couple of lines in the last three days. That's like, that's how Brian felt that time he went to Romania for the first time. And he went to like four different wrestling shows. He went to like was it? It was uh, I think it was NXT or something. No, right. Indies, Raw, SmackDown, Sunday yeah. Night Heat, Jack, <laughs> Shotgun Saturday Night. And velocity, velocity, all in one weekend. I said he came back to school like, bro, I, I, I don't think I'm gonna watch Raw tonight. I said, what do you mean, like, bro? I, I'm, I'm tired. I said, you tired? Well, it, was, it was, it was other reasons, brother. Who knows? Oh, it, see, 
That's why he looked away. He said, I want to party that car. We're going to make a movie about Brian H and Brother Hughes' first trip to WrestleMania. It's going to be called Escape to South Beach. Yo, yo. The star of the show lasted It's going to be a three part movie, though. It's going to be a three part movie. Justin's not holding any back. He's not. He's not holding back at all. Three. What do you say, Brother Brent? A three part movie? Yeah, <laughs> he said the start of his show lasted longer than Punk's title reign. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Brian H's picture and Brother Hughes' picture and make a movie post out of it. It's gonna be oh, Escape to South stop Beach. Stop, but we're not gonna do <laughs> Escape to South Beach. These people, never mind. I'm gonna stop. Let's get into it. But let's start on a positive note. Our man Vacant has held the AEW World Title again for the first time, and now he's held the Trios Title. So you shout out what? to Vacant because Vacant has held more championships than anybody. Vacant Plus longer than all of his ESC fight combines. Wow, Ouch. yes, <laughs> Vacant is, is probably having one heck of a title run, you know what I mean? In the last yeah. year, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, I, I, I can appreciate that, but um, but yeah, like I said, let's that's okay, gentlemen. Let's start with some positive, let's start with some positivity. Um, Clash my, of fault, the my, my fault, my fault, brother, brother Brandon. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I missed you, man. I missed you. Yeah, he's, he's got. You see, he got. Let's see. Let's see the belt king himself. He's got. He's got the North American. He's got the NXT. Okay, keeping it, keeping it classy tonight. Kind of. Yeah. He's got a. He's got a youthful vibe tonight. He's gonna need it because we're gonna need some energy to kind of right. get through this situation. I might. I might right. change it mind as we go through. I might listen. Out with a do, that. The, do what the heck you feel because that's what belt kings do. Okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> see, this is up, brother. Out all the way. The clash, <laughs> clash at the castle. Um. Brian H., let's start at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, what did you think of uh, Clash of the Castle? Good old Saturday afternoon wrestling. It was perfect. I mean, you know, it was perfect. Uh, I, I I thought it was well-paced. It was one point um, I had to go to the restroom. I was like, nah, I can't leave right now. I, oh, shoot. Nah, I can't leave right now. So I overall thought it was a great show. I definitely loved uh, Walt Gunther versus Sheamus uh, mm-hmm. and, and the main there event. Phenomenal. Got another belt. <laughs> yeah, here go. The main event was phenomenal. So yeah, that's uh, that. <laughs> what about you, uh, brother Hugh? Uh, what what do you think of WWE Clash of the Castle? I, I know it was a lot to unpack there, but and I know so he's. I told you it's gonna be a brother out conversation. No, it's, th- it's this, yo. <laughs> yes, yo. Hey, look, so, hold on. Hey, Matt, somebody said, I wonder if this, I wonder if the young buck slapped their thighs. <laughs> <laughs> they kicked the door down. <laughs> hey, look, you're even said the same thing. <laughs> we hey, wrestling look. fans don't take nothing serious. <laughs> Can you imagine that the young buck super kicking the door? Right. Open the door. Open the door. Kick it in. Is this they came, they came to the door. Uh, delivery. Delivery. Right, yo, BTE. Right, yo. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we going down. You're going to get banned off of YouTube for real. No, the algorithm no, no. going up. We going up. Look, look at that. Bro, listen. People are tuning in. Yeah, appreciate y'all telling y'all friends to tune in. Listen, bro, Brother Hugh, what do you think about Clash the Castle? Keith, did you guys ever think there's a day we'd be rushing to get through this WWE? I know, right? So, I'm I know. telling you. I'm Let's, look, we can talk about really? that later. Audible. We, we really could. We really could, yeah. But right, I mean, it, was, it was it was it was a decent show. I mean, it is what it is. I, I was a little uh, baffled by the the ending, you know. But uh, it, once you think about it, it makes sense. Brother Brandon, Clash of the Castle was it was it well worth the hype? Did they do a good job? First pay per view in the UK in since what nineteen ninety two? 
major stadium show, I should say. Mm-hmm. A lot of fan service, but a lot of fan disappointment too. I don't know if you've read some of the reports. A lot of people was upset at the the main event. Um, I well, understand why? it, but I I don't understand it. Like I think we doing. Oh, go ahead. No, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. We we doing all this for Roman to be this unstoppable force, but what do you do to actually stop him? If you didn't give it to Drew and his biggest pop ever, you, you know, you hold it. You hold it off for the Rock for what? The Rock no, don't need it. You're not holding it off like, for the Rock. You're you holding it off for Cody freaking Rhodes, and you there know it is. And it. you know it. You do all of that, and like I don't know if you saw the reports. A lot of people was leaving, and you start singing, and that was that was the disappointment. But that was yeah. Now, that now, was, now here's here's why I wasn't disappointed at the singing part, and I'm gonna tell you right. why. It's because culturally, that's something that they do mm-hmm. in the UK. You, you see what I'm saying? And I'm like, as an American fan, you may not fully understand that, but like, if you ever gone to like a soccer or a football match over there, yeah. you know what I mean? In victory or defeat, you usually sing your, I, you know, I, I don't know what what type of song it is. I don't know if it's, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? I, I know, yeah. I know it. That was a cultural thing to do, mm-hmm. and for him to have that moment with Tyson Fury, that was you can tell that was cultural. And I was like, okay, well. You know, as an American fan, you might not fully understand it because that's not something you actually see over here. But to me, that was Drew's WrestleMania moment that he didn't have. You know right. what I mean? Um, on on that platform, and, and there's no shame in losing to Roman Reigns. But um, don't get me wrong; so, I understand I understand why fans are probably upset about it. But this you know. is where I was thinking right here is that yeah. it would be something off air. Shout out to yeah, I was about to say one. yeah, I thought yeah, it would off be off air. air. But sure. yeah, that would and be Drew said he wasn't even sure. They was, yeah. Yeah, like, and oh, that's... look what happened when they after the show, you know, and that that would have been a feel good moment to me. But to see, I'm thinking, okay, what's about to happen? Something about to happen, and you're showing us. I'm like, this is something I would rather see exclusive. <laughs> but the match card was solid. Don't get me wrong; it was yeah. a solid book show. It wasn't bad. I mean, besides, I'm still <laughs> hearing the slaps of Gunther and Sheamus basically speaking trying to kill slaps. each other. Yeah, see, yeah. speaking of slaps, look at some, he said, do you think these bucks slap their legs when they keep the door open? <laughs> ah, the fans can't wait for us to talk about it. It's going to be a good Brandon, I mean, I mean, the rumor's saying that uh, Drew about to be uh, chilling for a while, too, because oh, of that good. back injury. Yeah, but see, that, at, same so thing. it makes sense. That's why I was saying a send-off, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he you went know, down at the first pay-per-view this year, um, yeah. day one. And mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be out longer than what he was. Mm-hmm. And, I think he and, wanted to come back just for Clash of the Castle. He of probably course. held off because yeah, he was, knew they was building it. And that's something he's been, he's been very vocal about that in the European yeah. title. I was about yeah. to say, he, he, had no, he had no choice. He'd been promoting it forever. Yeah, yeah big time. I was, and, and you actually, just him. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Brother Hugh. He has been pushing for that for a long time. You know what I mean? So I think they, that was that's how you reward a main eventer. Um, I thought they did it very well, and, and the, the match didn't disappoint. Like Roman looked like he was out of his element, and then of course um, the emergence of Solo Sokoa. But the entrance, chief you got to talk about his entrance. His entrance, how, like, that was, that was a WrestleMania entrance. There, it was. Who, how uh, Drew? Take, yeah, Drew. Yeah, yeah. When, when he, he played the played the old montage, his original <laughs> Broken Dreams uh, popped. I, I think everybody I like, did. Like, and, okay. and, and it was perfect the way they did that too. Give him a yeah. little package. You know, the letter that, that intro to new music. We've seen Triple H sometimes do that with uh, King of Kings in the game. He'll yeah. like kick off the music, you know. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then also him coming out there because that uh, the new music is it, him, it's familiar, it works with the character. Sure, so it's the brand. That it's the brand. Yeah, you know, yep. so it gave a little taste of both. 
well, you know, we saw the same thing most recently with uh, with Edge. You know, when he did the, when he had his brew thing, right? He, mm-hmm. he he didn't have to do a complete like gimmick change, but he incorporated it into that just, match. Just like, steal that from Gangrel, so Gangrel couldn't get that AEW money. Sure, I, you I know, still to this day believe that it's it's very highly coincidental. But <laughs> I think a lot of things are highly coincidental in AEW right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Solo Sokoa joining the Bloodline. Now here he, here's my here's my take on it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we're not going to get into everything. We're going to um wrap this up and we'll, we'll we'll briefly talk about NXT Worlds Collide, um very briefly. But I'm gonna tell you why I was surprised by Solo Sokoa. He he recently did an interview. First of all, he was supposed to be injured. He recently did an interview saying, you know, I I, I kind of want to focus on being me and not really, you know, trying to mm-hmm. ride the coattails of my family or my brothers. Mm-hmm. I want to be my own Samoan type. And I was like, okay, I respect that because I think he, he you know Samoan prize fighter. It makes sense. You know what I mean? Samoan street fighter. He has to look, you know. All right, and then this dude shows up, and I'm like, oh no, they got baby Uso. Literally, everybody in my house was like, literally everybody in my house was like, baby Uso, because that's what I call him. I call him baby Uso. And um, wow, coincidentally, there was no elite in all elite wrestling. Wow, this is it's going to keep going. It's gonna be one of those nights. But um, but I I was I was I was surprised. I was shocked, and I'm interested to see the dynamic now because you know the kicking Sammy out now that they got <laughs> baby Uso. But, Here's what um, I want to know: Do he yes, have sir. to? Do he have to acknowledge the tribal chief formally? You know how? Well, with Jimmy ahead. and Jay had to go through. Well, see, we got, well, here's the difference between that, and I'm glad you said that, Brian. This is an excellent point. Alley. They they were reluctant at first. Remember? Yep. Usos are like, "No, nah, we're stars. We doing our own thing. We don't need you, Roman. Like you don't, you know." And, and Roman's like, "No, nah, you don't get it. This is tradition. This is for our family, and this is you need to get in line." And he kind of mm-hmm. had to get them both on the same page. Mm-hmm. He had an entire program with with Jay Uso. To get him in line, and then he had to use Jay Uso to get Jimmy in line. You know what I mean? Like Jimmy mm-hmm. had to be like, "Bro, all right, like chill out." Like Jimmy was the one to say, "Nah, bro, he been doing this since we was kids. Like he he really been big Uso since day one. And you know we've been doing our own thing. We don't need to, you know." And then he, mm-hmm. you know, he got to, he got to Jay Uso to the point where he was like, "Bro, all right, chill. I get it. I understand." And he's like, "I'm doing this because I love you. Like just manipulative." But he may be culturally right. I can't speak and say that's not how it's supposed to go in Samoan culture. Who right? Might? You seem insensitive. You say it's not supposed to be that way. Well, how do you know that? We live in a global aspect with global superstars. So, uh, and you know, at that, that moment, his father anointed him at uh, Hell in a Cell. The Wild Samoans are, are, were the patriarchs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They came out and acknowledged him. They're like, nah, this isn't evil. He's not being a heel. This is tradition. And, that, and that's what made it so emotionally conflicting. I just thought of something. Mm-hmm. You imagine Yokozuna or Rodney come Hawaii on, was still come living. On, man. Oh man, on. the program. <laughs> man, come on, bro. Like, and, and there's still some. Like, I know a people, a lot of people are clamoring for like uh Jacob Fatu. You know what I mean? To uh, mm-hmm. he's he's where he's at, and he's acknowledging the, the tribal chief. He's like, it, they are they like, oh, you're you're the you're the, the indie tribal chief. He's like, nah, bro, there's only one tribal chief, and he's the head of our table. That's our family. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I like it. So, right. So. <laughs> you know, Jay's the only one that had to go through it. Well, yeah, because Jay Jay was the one that kind of bucked back. But but uh, brother Hugh, what do you think about Baby Uso joining the Bloodline? This is is Sammy's days numbered. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I was just waiting for a way for them to um, like rush the 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 process. Mm-hmm. Sammy, like like yeah. I said, this happened what a, a week or two ago, and I was just like, look, but, hey, Sammy and KO. Here it is, Sammy what and if KO. Baby Uso saw that. He see the writing on the wall, so he getting a head start to kick Sammy out. Wow, oh, it's I I I think I like the fact that once again, we're we're incorporating a new NXT face. Mm-hmm. We're not waiting for him to have an NXT run, which is what developmental is supposed to be. 
and he gets to learn from like the best in the business. Like the say, best of the best. Say he say he's the X Pac of the group, right? Mm-hmm. It's always it's always the young guy that takes all the bumps. You know what I mean? If, and that's yeah. what X Pac was. He, you know, that's what um, that's what X Pac really always was. Even in in, in um, you know, <laughs> in the click, you know, he was. You go to him first, and you go to right. Razor, Sean, Diesel, you know, and whatever the case may be. And same thing with um, you know, in DX and this dynamic, he's the young boy. He's got to take all the bumps. He gets to learn from his brothers. Yep. He gets to learn from Roman. He gets to learn from Paul Heyman. He's going to be at the top of the card. So even if he's not main eventing, he's around the main event. And he's learning aspects of the business that he's not going to learn main eventing nxt and it's not a knock on the nxt but you can learn it doesn't matter how you develop it's it's the fact that you develop so if you learn by being young boys to your brothers and and, and big Oose, then mm-hmm. so, so be it same thing with dominic mysterio he doesn't need to go to nxt he gets to work with his father he's a young boy he takes all the bumps he gets to be a storyline he gets to work with veterans it doesn't matter where it develops it's just about development like daniel bryan didn't have to go to developmental because they said you don't need to you know mm-hmm. it, but um but yeah, um, and, and and the last thing we'll probably get into about Clash the Castle, amazing pay per view. Um, I'll say this right now on on national uh, podcast television. Um, uh, and and brother Brandon, I, I purposely didn't ask you about Baby Uso because I want you to <laughs> chime on this. Um, Gunther versus uh, Sheamus, probably one of the greatest intercontinental championship slash matches in WWE history that I've ever seen. That's the best match I've ever seen Sheamus ever have. That's the most chemistry I've ever seen him in the ring with somebody outside of Cesaro. I was so thoroughly impressed. Like, uh, the presentation, I don't even mind Gunther being Gunther because Imperium was back. Like, we saw Gunther. He's And the crazy part is, Brandon, Brandon we talked about this a while ago, but he's like he's putting a little more weight again. Like, he's not getting chunky, but you can tell he's, like, bigger. I'm like, okay, he's getting a little bit of size back, too. So, you know, they, they didn't veer too much away from it, no pun intended, but he, he is getting that Walter, he is getting that Walter kind of look back. And, um, you know, we had we had uh, Imperium versus uh, Sheamus, and then he's got uh, the, his uh, his Irish brawlers, and Pete Dunne came out to the ring like it was his match. He pushed Sheamus out of the way. He was out in front. And um, you said I who? like old Butchie. I just need this though, bro. I just need this. Do it. That's what I need from uh Imperium. Like that's I mean they they might they you never know. Listen, they're making a lot of changes around that. It's a good chance we could get that back. You know, I'm a big music guy, so it's 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 stuck. But what what did you think, Brandon, of Gunther versus Sheamus? Because I, I just told you my pain. I, I look at that and say that's that's going to go down as one of the greatest matches in WWE history. I'm talking like Bret Hart, British Bulldog, Intercontinental Championship match level. Like that's one of the greatest. Like if there's a DVD, that's going to be on it. One of the greatest so, Intercontinental Championship matches I've ever seen. What, I'm going to tell you, you something crazy that's going to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. I think after... Once Walter joined NXT UK, mm-hmm. he started having the greatest matches in WWE history. So if you go back through his history, he hasn't had a bad match, especially no. when it's a big fight feel. Look what him and just not too long ago, was it the last Worlds Collide? Him and Tommaso Ciampa. Mm-hmm. He works with anybody, and he has this thing about how he sells the match that either he's going to make you feel like he's this monster heel or he's – taken out he's selling his injury it's just you get into the feeling like oh 
this might be the turning point for either side. And with that Intercontinental title match, and I think Brian News, my favorite Intercontinental title match of all time, this one definitely is pushing this out of the way only because I felt the energy from the beginning of the match to the very end. Even to the point I was like, breathless at the end, like, man, that, that, that was a good match. Like, it was just, I don't even know what words to describe. It was just to the, like, the match I'm talking about. I don't want to mention it because Ryan know it was at the Royal Rumble 2001, 2001 Royal Rumble. And it was a moment in that match that it was something done that had never been done before. Uh-oh. And that kind of became the standard. And it was a ladder video match. Video games. <laughs> and it was, a, it was a ladder match for the Intercontinental. It was so many things done. And shout out, if you didn't watch Dynamite tonight, John Moxley said it. Chris Jericho, the greatest of all time. I'm going to just put that out there. But <laughs> I can't match, wait to talk about that. Walter's match made me almost forget that. Dang, that was my favorite. This is, I can go back and watch this next month, next week, next year. Just like I can go back and watch his title match with Ilya Dragunov. I can watch mm-hmm. the one with Tommaso yep. Chaffer, Henry yeah. Pete Dunn. I, if I want to see a good one match, and two. I'll put on one. Yeah, what edge. And like the second one, him is off. And I think, what did he do? Just didn't he just chop him to beat him or something? And it's like yeah. he just hit him in the back of the head and said, You're going down now. Yep. And it was like, Oh, he meant that. So when every time when Seamus hit him with the white noise, then he hit him off the top of, he tried to do it off the top rope at one point, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. Seamus pulling all the stuff. He pulled out the, um, the, uh, Razor's Edge at one point. I was like, when Sheamus was digging deep, I'm like, oh, Sheamus said, I'm going to put on a good match. And like you said, since him and Cesaro, him and, and I'll give it to a Big E, they had good matches. Sheamus then had some good matches. I think that Sheamus as a character just mm-hmm. hasn't translated to, I want to buy his t-shirt. I want to root for Sheamus. It's just like, oh, when you see the match, you're like, okay, I forgot Sheamus can go. Well, you know, Sheamus is kind of almost old school now. He's in, you know, he's part of that uh, 2010-ish era. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know if that's considered still ruthless aggression, but you know, up, around that space, you know. But um, but you can't lump them in the categories like you can, like, and I don't want to say veteran. Like when you think about people in that are you automatically think about like a Randy Orton, a John mm-hmm. Cena, a Edge, sure. even. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then it's like, and then it's like Sheamus has always just been there. Like we forget about his title runs that he had. You know, he yeah. was in that mix of when. He was just uh, getting Daniel started. Brown was taking the belt. You know, he yeah. was trying to take it, but he got in the mix. And even Roman Reigns had the belt. Sheamus has always been around, and it's like, that he really hasn't had that kind of title. That's the yeah. one belt that really has escaped him. But I give him props. That match, ooh. No, it was definitely something special, and I definitely um, appreciated it. Uh, you know, it's, it's we, we can talk about that for days, and I'm, and I'm sure we will revisit that at some point uh, as of this recording. We still have SmackDown to um, to come. Uh, Friday as of this Wednesday. Uh, just a couple of notes before we finally get into the uh, nooks and crannies of the show. Um, Braun Strowman returns on Monday. Eh? Eh? Next! You see how that boy cut that corner real quick? Oh, yeah. Has, has, <laughs> you been talking about that corner all week. He has been, he has been pointing hey, that out. So when I saw that, hey, I bro. felt you laughing. Dude, when I saw that, I said, I felt your laugh. And I was like, if he was sitting next to me, we'd be like, yo, I was like, oh, my gosh, bro. We're going to just act like he's evil. Oh, okay. He got, he got a little excited. A little slippity, slippity. A little slippity, slippity. As long as they had that train noise. I was okay without the right. train noise. Right, yeah, right. you know, it's and, and, it, and it's and it's okay. I, um, and, and also, I'm but happy to have Nicholas? Can they, where was Nicholas? He Nicholas interrupted his tag team match. Nicholas has got to be, like, in high school by now. Like I, He should like, be old I, enough. He should right. be at least 16. 
Yeah, he should be he should be able to train now so they can uh, defend those tag titles. Um, but I'm and I'm happy to have Sheamus back. I don't think he should have ever been released. I understand why, but then again, you know, Strowman, you said no. Sheamus. What did I say, Seamus? My fault. Abe, Abe Froman. My fault. You got me. You got me on my step. Abe Froman, uh, aka Braun Strowman. Abe Froman, the Sasha King of Chicago. They're not gonna know where that's from. Uh, Braun Strowman. Uh, happy to have him back. You know, he's a WWE guy. You know, good, good surprise. We we had a lot of good things happen on uh, Monday Night Raw. Yep, which yep. was fun, but Dominic <laughs> Mysterio. Dominic, yeah, okay, there you go. Thank you, Brandis. Dominic Mysterio. When the new day got tagged in, and I was like, they're not about to do this. No, and when it's, we called it just with the over the pit, I said, That's some new. This is why the new day is the greatest tag. Thing that was that was some that was some new age outlaws. I was about to say, I, new age I saw that, that, I was like, I'm looking like I know they're on the ropes, like, no, nah, they're not about to do what I think they're about to do. And mm-hmm. as soon as they went down, everybody jumped in the ring because <laughs> I don't think they and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Xavier Woods and Kofi ever wrestled each other prior to new day because he did the whole he took over the Funkadactyls. And which color was still chasing? Uh, mm-hmm. Was it the U.S. at the time? I don't think they ever interacted until they became the New Day. Yeah, uh, yeah. For the most ever, part, there was there was never, any, never wrestled, right? There was never any casual previous interaction between us, as far as we know. I mean, at least not on television, right? Uh, but any anyway. But uh, you know, speaking of um, uh, whatever you yeah. just said, Dominic, uh, yo, Dominic, Mysterio. Dominic. <laughs> my man had the hair slicked back. You you want to talk about ring. you want to talk about long term booking, right? Who what wants day, to put? What, what, what day was it, Brian? It was Saturday, right? <laughs> who, who wants to put money that they're going to bring somehow this whole situation between Dominic Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero into the storyline? Well, like, because of that shirt. If it wasn't for the shirt, I'm your she pet. wore she she wore the shirt, right? She's been she's been kind of poking fun of him. He's been looking like think about it. Remember when when uh, when Ray and Eddie tag team and he had the United States gear on like Eddie Guerrero did in, w, in ECW. Yeah. I was like, there's been a lot of these Eddie Guerrero like traits with Donald Mysterio. What? Yeah. Uh, you but know, he's been I, growing I, his hair out for how long now? He's been growing his hair out. He's got this whole Eddie mullet going on, and I'm like, I want I want if he's got daddy issues. You saw his gear, yeah, WrestleMania. But well, that's what I'm saying. Well, like now he fooling Ray saying. Let's pay homage to Eddie. Yeah, and the whole time he was wearing Eddie's like exact yeah, he, was, gear. he was he was wearing that that ECW gear that that United mm-hmm. States gear he wore ECW. I'm like, yo, maybe, what is this long term book? They finally going to bring it back full circle. It's, 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 it's going to come out. No, you're not my daddy. Like, <laughs> like I've been messed up since I'm I was a kid. Five, you're five too. Well, right. I, I, I don't know if Justin was there, but when we was at WrestleMania, there was like these um sessions, right? Um, like it was, you know, breaking kayfabe, but uh, David was the shoemaker was hosting, talking a conversation with uh, Dominic and Ray, and he was saying that, like, all throughout high school, people was asking, like, still believing that he's Eddie's son, mm-hmm. you know, so like, <laughs> you know, why not run with the story? Then you, I don't know if y'all saw the meme and said, reason why he was gonna do this because he cheated on, uh, he kicked Edge because he, you know, messed around with his stepmom, talking about Vicky Guerrero. Uh, there's a lot of pieces you could add to this puzzle, mm-hmm. and, and and quite honestly, he probably doesn't trust Edge. He's like, Edge, listen, Unc, I know you. I've seen you. I've seen you up and down all this time. One minute you good, one minute you bad. So yeah. don't don't try to play. Don't try. There you go. Don't play innocent with me. My uncle Eddie taught me what it is mm-hmm. with you. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. I was against the heel turn, but as long as like for me, Dominic is working with vets. 
so he can yeah. he's not left on his own. And I think that's the most important part. So, you know, it, I mean, that's just pretty much. Uh, what, 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 Did y'all catch what Damian Priest um, said at the Clash of the Castle? I think it was like the pre-interviews and stuff. They asked him who else would he like to join. Mm-hmm. I peeped that. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, he kind of threw that out there suddenly. And who's been written off NXT? Yep. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I, it, you, you ever noticed uh, something? Speaking of somebody being written off, uh, did you guys catch the interaction between Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop as uh, Bailey and her new faction Damage Control was making their way to the ring? I did, but 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 then on NXT they wrestled, so it kind of like eh, for me. But I'm still gonna pay attention to see how it's, this follows up. It's these subtleties they like to do on Monday Night Raw. Dexter Loomis comes back to terrorize the Miz once again. How he pops up underneath the ring. I was I was baffled because I did not know <laughs> that Nikki ASH was Nikki Cross. I did not know. What? Brother Hugh, I cut it out. <laughs> cut it out, mask, brother. Bro, the mask, you know. Buddhist man. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, that can, like can we just respect the camera work for the cage mask? Yeah, yes. yeah. Perfectly. Bro. That all you saw was his creepy face from under the ring. I said, "What?" Yeah. I said, that "Triple H is making sure you get every angle. You gonna feel this story?" Yeah, that it's, crazy. Was like, it's crazy because right before it happened, I thought mm-hmm. I was like, "He's gonna, he's gonna pop out." That yeah, man, that man slid from up under the bro, <laughs> from the ring apron, like SpongeBob, bro. <laughs> I've been looking for the like, episode, but I can't find it. The Miz face, like I knew it. I was like, uh oh. I said I knew it was as soon as he got out. I said, Oh, he ready to win this nice championship. Then I was like, No. He looked down and I knew <laughs> I knew something. And the Miz got back, it was like, Nope. This how you know it's been crazy. We don't have time to analyze that. You know, there's people actually looking forward to the investigation, but yeah. we, we got you next week. Providing yeah, we, we will we will conclude the investigation next week. We have we have new um like we have new developments mm-hmm. and we got some things but you know sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. you got to go off the script and uh, trust yeah, me we we will we will continue the investigation but I mean it's it's I don't know if Dexter Lewis is responsible for flipping cars but we will find out one way or another but gentlemen it's time to finally get down to the nitty gritty of this guy thing show. Let me lean back because <laughs> oh, he ain't seen the video. Yeah. He ain't seen the exclusive. Yeah, one, one, one more time. There's more people here. Dude, he ain't seen it. Nah, let, let the people uh, know. He got okay, so, from backstage fight. Ladies and oh. gentlemen, oh, this is, in case you didn't know, I'm letting you know right now. We do have breaking news. Brother Hugh, an anonymous source has tipped us off and he has literally given us footage mm-hmm. of some of the altercation between CM Punk and the leak and all those involved backstage at AEW. And we have it right here. So for those who are watching now, they'll probably take us down at some point. But while you are here, please take a good look at the exclusive footage that we have of some of the altercation that took place backstage at AEW. You get suspended for hitting in the balls. <laughs> I really appreciate wish I that. Lost part now. Yes, brothers. man. Yes, man. I'm no. brothers. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. A E freaking W. <laughs> Every week I said I'm gonna say something positive about A W. So let me just say it right now. Hook is a gangster. Okay. There you go. 
Hook is still a gangster. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all. That's the only thing you've been to say positive. Moving forward, ladies and gentlemen, and I hold on. <laughs> let me let me flip over to the to the comments because I got to see this. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is going on in all elite wrestling? So let me let me just let me give some program. Let me give some premise to it. Mm-hmm. Every season of the wrestling room for the last maybe two seasons, we always have done an AEW show. Ooh, and, who's, and I, who's not it? My bad. I'm sorry. Who's, who's she talking about? Hook? Is that Nina? Something. Yeah. Is that something? No, that's for, that was probably about uh, what you call it. Uh, or she's talking about she's talking about uh freaking Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> oh, Dominic, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bet, 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 bet. She said he stinks just like his haircut. Wow. Some people say Logan Paul's better than him, but we're not gonna go there. Ooh, let's go. <laughs> just, just, I'm not I, I just, you hey, got, yo. don't don't talk bad about him. He's a bad guy now. You know, he, he might lie to Steve Chill. You know, he no, wore no. eyeliner. No. He's a bad guy now. <laughs> oh, yeah, like Damian Priest. Look at that. Yeah. Ooh. Dude, you put eyeliner on still nibbling on somebody. AEW. So mm-hmm. we we <laughs> the last couple of seasons of wrestling round, and, mm-hmm. and maybe the season before that, we have discussed AEW. The first season that we talked about AEW, it was new. We we didn't. I don't think they even had a show yet. They just made the announcement. You want to hear the funny thing? If if we break the fourth wall real quick, uh-huh. when we was given record that episode, it had uh-huh. just came out that Pack or Pac, whatever you want to call him, had um couldn't work because he wasn't going to drop now we found out later it was probably like a work visa thing sure and yeah, yeah. i remember vividly before we started recording the way it was like they can't even get this together it was supposed to be him <laughs> versus hangman page right for the title that was supposed or, to be the very first championship be, yeah match. yeah yeah so uh you know we we we, <laughs> we weren't convinced then we looked at it with an open eye so then so then the following season it might have been the same season i don't know we did a follow-up show something we did we did the two- first one was copy of competition and then the second one was like was it life after WWE? Mm-hmm. Yep. Life after WWE. And we and we and we it was there. We talked about Cody and you know, hey, mm-hmm. this is and we weren't sure. There's been a lot of red flags when it comes to AEW. We were trying to figure out what the heck was going on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that we've talked about before are starting to come to pass. One of my concerns, then, and this is where the party starts. One of my very concerns from the very beginning was. I was like, well, how's AEW going to run where well, there's no anybody with any previous wrestling experience? And I'm not talking about wrestlers. I'm talking about people that have worked behind the scenes, like your Arn Andersons and your um and your uh what's and your Terry Taylors, you know what I mean? And then and your Jerry Jarrett's. There's none of those people. Your JJ Dillons. There's not many of those people working behind the scenes at AEW that's working on the brand. I'm not talking about agents, you know. I'm not talking about producers, whatever you want to call them. I'm talking about people that like running the company. At least in TNA, when they got started, Jerry Jarrett was there. Jeff Jarrett was there. Steamboat mm-hmm. was there. Dusty Rhodes was there. At one point, um, freaking um, Vince Russo was there. You know, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was there. Larry Zbysko was there. We're talking about uh, Terry Taylor was there. We're talking about wrestling people that have worked in the business, the infrastructure of the company. <laughs> that knows more than just being a wrestler. They yeah. know the business aspect. They know the relationship building. They know the uh, conflict resolution. They know when you let me go ahead continue. They they know more than just saying I got a I got a ton of money. And and and, and that's the whole point. So we you know we let it slide. And then and then you know things happen. Cody slams the the sledgehammer on mm-hmm. the throne. AEW shows up with a bang. They do an excellent job. People eventually choose sides. Now mm-hmm. we're here. 
They hired CM Punk, added a little muscle to the roster. Daniel Bryan, all these other people. Chris Jericho had a great run. They got through COVID. Brothers, what is going on with all elite wrestling? Somebody help me understand what has happened to this company. Brian H. CM Please Punk help me work out. He don't want to work with children. Well, 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 here's the thing about CM Punk. Here's the thing with CM Punk. CM Punk made a lot of comments, right? Mm-hmm. But CM Punk didn't say anything that we haven't said yep. and that other people haven't said. So I, I'm, I'm wondering to you guys, is what CM Punk is saying, is he wrong? Is he really meant to be made the villain in all of this? Because he's not saying anything outside of what <laughs> most people have said. He's not saying anything different than JR has said. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why is he now the scapegoat? Is it because of how he handled the situation? CM Punk is a pipe bomb king. He's unhinged. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a crap about anything. If he gets a live mic and you let that man speak, he's going to tell you how he feels. Is he meant well, to be made a villain now all of a sudden? Somebody talk to me. The difference, is, the difference is when you have the owner of the company that wants to be the face of the company saying, hey, this is my guy. He's the greatest of all time. He's going to make me money. I'm putting my company on his back. Here's my guy. So now his word becomes bond. So mm-hmm. now he looks like he's the representation for you because how many times do we see Tony Khan doing the media scrum, sit there and just wait for them to bask in his glory or whatever. And then he said, oh, yeah, I brought CM Punk. Look, he's my guy. He's this. I did this. Mm-hmm. We got these buys. He sold this many T-shirts. He's praising mm-hmm. this man. So now... His arrogance, his head might have been this big to start, but now when you got your boss and the person owning the company telling you, feeding you all that stuff, so now when you say the same thing J.R. been saying, you have a bigger platform to say it. And remember, last year when he came back, he made the comment about, I think I said it to y'all about, I want to work with these guys, that's why I came back mm-hmm. to AEW, but now you don't want to work with anybody because they don't listen. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be funny. we all been in the wrestling business enough do you think the Young Bucks are looking for advice from anybody? Probably not when it comes to insider wrestling. Could they get advice from somebody like, and I'm just going to use William Regal, for example, about outside of the business? Absolutely. But they probably don't want to hear because they know what they don't need. They know what they know inside of the ring, and they think that's going to translate to an EVP status. Okay, well, let's call a spade a spade. He's not talking about the goddamn Young Bucks, brother Brandon. He's talking about Hangman Page. He's unproven. He's well, He's unproven. <laughs> he hasn't done anything like like CM Punk said. I wish I would tell Terry Funk, now nah, I'm good. I'm not listening to what you have to say. Don't get me wrong. I understand CM Punk shouldn't compare himself to Terry Funk because Terry Funk would not lively to knock your teeth out. He's tough. He's a tough guy. But at the end of the day, Brandon, you know, because you have worked in the industry about the time honored tradition of respect. When you were running your own organization, what did you tell us to do? What did you tell everybody else to do? Well, you meet people that you don't know to be safe. You shake their hands. Mm-hmm. When you were backstage, when we were backstage, <laughs> you when you were booking talent, I remember being at stage and everybody's shaking hands. And I'm like, why is the people shaking my hands? And Brian goes, Hey, yo, it's a respect thing. I said, We're talking about he's like, no, nah, Brandon, make sure that all the talent has to shake everybody's hand out of respect. <laughs> I, it's a time honor tradition. Hey, I do remember that. I do remember you like six foot seven, so they Thought maybe use the worker, use the next. I mean, thing. I, listen, I, I, that was the night I had the camera on me, and I was I wore black because I came there to work out of respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, and he was like, "Yo, every he's like, nah, that's what you're supposed to do." I never thought I'd see the day. Uh, wow, look at that. So, <laughs> so, 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 Brian H, help me understand though. If 
if if what Brandon just said is true, mm-hmm. why is the situation so wrong? Because that's because we 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 talked about this. It, and brother, it, it, he, and brother, y'all want you to jump in right, right after Brian. Brian, it's before you go because yeah. we gotta lay this out for the fans. Did we we gonna have this conversation? We gonna have this conversation. We talked about what was going to happen when there was going to be a conflict in AW between business and and revolution. Mm-hmm. We said that. We said right now they're young, they're hungry, they're hot. It's a revolution going on. What happens when you got to make money? Because CM Punk said when Moxie goes, yeah, man, I'm the heart and soul of AW. Mm-hmm. And CM Punk goes, well, guess what, bro? I'm the dollars and cents. Is that not the basis and foundation of what the industry of professional wrestling is based on? Well, Isn't see, that why they stopped shooting wrestling in the first place? Because mm-hmm. it's at the end of the day, it's about dollars and cents. If CM Punk is your moneymaker, right, at what point do you find a balance between Young Revolution and your bottom line, which is your business, Brian? They talk to the people. Well, see, that's the, that's where we have the issue right there. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and Roger said Hangman Page did nothing wrong. He actually did. You don't mm-hmm. bury your top baby face. And, and it's a blindsided thing. And that's why I think the issue with Punk, did he go about handling it wrong? Absolutely. Did he disrespect Tony Khan in the process? Absolutely. When did Punk ever go about anything the right way, though? That's you signed a, up for that when you signed the guy, right? Bingo. Yeah. And, and, but but, but to back to the point, mm-hmm. you know, um, if you're going to sit there and cut that promo, right, you, you, you really, like, you got to think here. Like, even when Brett and Sean had their issues, Brett could have destroyed him and said stuff that would have took money out of Shawn Michaels' pocket. Mm-hmm. He didn't. Adam Page turned the fans against CM Punk, a, 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 a section of them. Because we all know that the AEW fan base, there's a huge chunk of them that are IWC fans. What started happening? People started booing. Mm-hmm. I, get, I will say this. If CM Punk would not have beat John Moxley, that crowd would have been like, all right, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. MJF came out there and took away Punk's shine. That goes to show you, Punk could get over in Chicago, but they turned the fans against him, airing out dirty laundry, telling them <laughs> everything that we work for, you've been going against, you know? And CM Punk is trying to get them to understand as much as, you know, it's, it's like that promo he cut on John Cena, and he said, you want to be, compare yourself to the Boston Red Sox and all actually, you the New York Yankees? That's what he's become. That, that's okay. what CM Punk has become because, because he's still because he's been at the pinnacle. So mm-hmm. he's seen money be made at WWE. What's the biggest thing he complained about when they turned him heel that his merch sales went down? Something that's not happened with Roman Reigns, by the way. But he complained about that. So Adam Page, it, 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 but it also goes to show, you know, that loose it, it, things are out of control there because that wouldn't have never happened under Vince. You know, okay, you you go out there because you don't cut nobody's money off. That's the thing, and that's the biggest issue. You don't cut nobody's money off. Well, well, speaking of cutting anybody's money off, Brother Hugh, did Hangman Page go into business for himself? Because, bro, hold on, because Uncle Rod says that he saw the Hangman promo, and he said it wasn't that bad. But I'm asking you, did Hangman Page go into business for himself? Because that's really what CM Punk apparently is pissed about. Because at the end of the day, he's like, look, there's once again, there's a time on a tradition. And to me, I'm under the impression that he's pissed because he feels like Hangman Page went into business for himself, whether he likes CM Punk or not. I mean, that's the way it comes across. Okay. I mean, there's no denying it. The way he moved, like, like everybody, this whole situation mm-hmm. is all about, well, it, basically in life, you deal with responses. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's like everybody responded in completely the wrong way at this point. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be able to sit back and and uh and 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 like perceive like things from the others the other audience, you know, from, from your secondary audience or from mm-hmm. the other person's perspective. And it's like they didn't do that. I understand you 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 want to get over everybody wants to be the top dog, but at the same time, like you said, it's a business. Mm-hmm. In order for y'all to be successful and make that money, in order for y'all to get over the proper way, why not work together? Look at Riddle and, and, and Rollins. Exactly. And they had a personal beef. You talk about wives here. Exactly. Look, <laughs> Matt Hardy and Edge from back in the day. Yeah, we can keep and going. That's what further. I wanted to bring up to y'all. Right that like, I, think, I think the biggest issue that AW has, and Triple H is doing a great job at this, mm-hmm. WWE will take a real life situation, work it into that storyline where you, as the audience member, have to think, wait a minute, is that real or is that really part of the, the whole thing? Just like remember, like you just said about Riddle and uh, Rollins. Yeah. They had, the they had off. Yeah. And when he said that, it took you back to their heat that they had from all of the reports that came out. And even when he said, oh, I apologize to Rollins, everything good. I wanted to make sure everything was squashed. But when he said that and he cut him deep at his house, I'm like, that, you know, it was some, oh, yeah, we're going to record this, but this is what you want to say. But AEW is like, nope, just we have no control. There is no mm-hmm. controlling. It's no filter for them. It's just. Okay, just whatever you want to say. Yep. Yeah, what do you want to do? Go ahead, just define, do it. There's no filter, just like with that whole Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston. Eddie said, I was wrong. Nope. I was and what Sammy said? He told me we said things we can and can't say. He told me nothing. So I went out and said it and he got mad, but he got mad because he didn't tell me what not to say. Because there's no filter. At the end well, of the day, you know who I blame? Who's that? I blame Tony. Don't see his thing. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Bring I was about to say because look. If you look at it, he's so worried about the WWE, right? Yeah, big time. Everybody used to say that Vince was was like too overbearing. Like he he looked over everything. Right. But if you Very think about it, right? If you think about it, the the scripts, mm-hmm. the uh the, the the little rules and and whatnot that he had, that all set up a structure backstage for everybody to follow. And if you didn't follow him, then you get dealt with. Now it's like. But Tony, all right, yeah, yeah, let me just get my mic. They can do whatever they want. They can run loose, whatever, whatever. So now everybody got their ego up. You know what I'm saying? They feeling themselves. They go out there. They say what they want to say. People are emotional. They get emotional. And they start They start beefing. That's, that's, that's the problem. You don't have a leader. You don't have somebody that's going to provide that structure that you need. Mm-hmm. Well, well here's, here's my thing. What here's and this is once again, it goes back to let's look at um let's let's look at the, the foundation of it all tradition. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't Hangman Page disciplined or why wasn't he approached in another way? And I'm gonna tell you why, because there's been guys that have had bigger problems with each other that have always kept it professional. Macho mm-hmm. Man and Randy Savage, the biggest, the most the biggest love hate relationship. Macho Man and, and Hogan. Macho Man, you said Macho Man. It's throwing me off. Macho Man and Hogan, one of the biggest rivalries of all time. Love, hate. Hogan said, Man, one day he loves you, next day he hates you. I couldn't keep up with, with Randy <laughs> some days. 
<laughs> families families were involved. Mm-hmm. Wives were involved. Mm-hmm. Real stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. they always worked together when it came to that money. All that was different. That they, they were, were there stiff shots. Maybe a couple of potatoes in the ring. Maybe, but they Macho Man never said I'm never working with Hogan ever again. That was the difference between Savage and Hogan versus Hogan and Piper, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle and Jeff Jarrett, very real, soft, touchy Woo. stuff. <laughs> like touchy stuff. Jeff Jarrett's wife Changing passes wild, away. Right? Yeah, like his wife passes away. You know, Karen Angle. Uh, you know, is is you know not too happy in that marriage as it is. Kurt brings her around, which they tell you not to do in the first place. Macho Man told everybody, and people still doing it. And yep, they told him and told me diving down his page, right? And then eventually she leaves Kurt, marries Jeff. They're happy, but it's like, and they still work the program together. And I remember Kurt Angle saying he didn't want to do it at first, but for the sake of business, mm-hmm. tradition, and respect, that was what was best for business because you're always supposed to respect your moneymaker, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's keep going. So the foundation of that. Who is to blame for Hangman Pace not being checked? Because I'm gonna tell you right now, the locker room leader would have checked him. For I was giving right. for himself, <laughs> and and they would have held wrestlers' court. Chris Jericho's backstage, Daniel Bryan's backstage, William Regal, Samoa Joe. Who is the locker room leader, and who should have been responsible? For checking Hangman Page for going into business for himself is because you never check the moneymaker, whether you like punk or not. Tony Khan brought that man in. And guess mm. what? That man is doing numbers. You never disrespect your moneymaker. You thank him for the house that he drew. Right? Yeah, what you said, the first million dollar house? The first, like he like CM Punk spoke facts. Would, would CM Punk have Straight done up. that? Would CM Punk have done that publicly? If the structure was set backstage instead of them playing video games and hanging out, where the locker room leader would say, "Hey, hey, hey, listen, I get, I get what your personal issues are, but you don't do that for the sake of business. Mm-hmm. You always respect the house leader, and the house leader is whoever the money maker is." Sasha Banks, Kevin Owens, they all thanked Stone Cold Steve Austin at this WrestleMania and said, "Thank you for this house." Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, "You don't got to do that." This is like, "No, no, 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 no. You drove that number out there. They came to see you." That's a time-honored tradition. And if they didn't do that, whether it was necessary or not, somebody would have said, you got heat with some of the boys. Why? Because you didn't thank Austin for the house. Mm-hmm. Out of respect for him. Why is there not a locker room leader? Brandon, Chris Jericho's backstage. <laughs> He's the oldest one back there that's active on the roster. Right? Like, mm-hmm. see, look, Justin said the same thing. Why didn't he not check Hangman? And why was there no wrestler's court? Because I feel like if somebody would have done that backstage... I think CM Punk maybe not would have reacted publicly the way he did because he came out there a while ago when he was beefing with uh, MGF and he said, Hangman, apologize. Come on out here and apologize. You got nothing? He said, well, just make sure that that apology is just as loud as the disrespect. Mm-hmm. Was CM Punk wrong in the situation? No. So you say, I, say, I told you we were going to have this conversation. It's getting difficult. Yep. Go ahead. So if you notice with the Jericho comment, Jericho's been kind of quiet about what's going on backstage. Which and is remember, to me. at first, he made right. a lot of noise in AEW. Like, I remember one of the first things that he told him, he said, guys, we on national TV. Your gear can't look like it does on NBC. Guys, we on national TV. This is what you got to do. I'm trying to tell you how to appear the camera. Because remember, him and Cody were the only two that was in the WWE system at the time. Mm-hmm. And remember, Jericho was trying to be that coach or person backstage. He probably felt like it fell on deaf ears, especially when Tony Khan put the company on his back at first. So honestly, if you think about it right now, Jericho's probably in his own space saying, "No, you know what? 
No, Brandon. No, no, no. <laughs> I, no, I was about, I'm not justified. No, no. I'm I was about to say that though. Here's, I was about, I was about to say it does. It does seem like he just kind of like. Here's why he's not going. Here's why I'm not giving you that pass, Brad. You gotta go. You gotta go. I need you to go to a to a level that you've never gone before. Because I'm gonna tell you why I'm not gonna let you have that one. Because you okay. think any, you think anybody would have checked the Undertaker? You think you think anything you think anything Undertaker would have said would have fell on deaf ears? Terry mm-hmm. Funk in ECW, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash in WCW. Arn Anderson, you Haku. Are you talking about WWF, like the I'm Undertaker that went up to Vince and say, get down to the locker room? Or are you talking, talking about the Undertaker that walked up to the wrestler and say, you got something to say? L- exactly. Locker room leader. Are you really the locker room leader if what you're saying is falling on deaf ears? I understand, JR. I understand maybe an official. You're supposed to be one of the boys. You're supposed to command that respect back there. And, and if you don't, you 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 were going to come back to some issues. JBL. Like, like, mm-hmm. since when is didn't Vinny Roman kick out? Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the shoe dude, uh, um, Enzo, yes, Roman, yes. Roman checked Enzo, mm-hmm. you know, because he was like, Bro, you out of pocket for whatever reason the case may be, right? Do you think you think you think he agreed with Roman? No, he didn't. Do you think he said anything to Roman? No, he didn't. No, he, didn't. he wasn't even the tribal chief yet, but no, he was he still was, a money he was maker. Just Roman Reigns, yeah, he, he was, was the he big was, dog. He was when you're the locker room, he was leader, the big dog. brother guy. There, there should be no fall on deaf ears. Why are they not respecting Jericho? To me, and, and brother, you can jump in because you're going to say something. I'm seeing a problem with the culture backstage, and I've said this from the beginning. I say, yo, there's, there's, it looks like a, a, a young people with a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. I said, I said, there's no tradition in this. Like, even when TNA started, it was nothing but tradition backstage. That was part mm-hmm. of the problem, but it was still and they tradition. They didn't have a lot of money either. See, they've been no. getting, they, they came right into million, million dollar checks. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they, like, the, your biggest stars were like millennials or probably post millennials, you know what I mean? And, and they're also running a company. Why has the culture not been established of respect backstage? Because now you're going to have the inmates running the asylum. Because what you said, they don't know how to run the asylum. They know how to be the inmates. They don't know how. To, like, let's be honest. They don't. You think Triple H could be doing a good a job as he doing now? And if he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley being the game back in, do you think he would have been running WWE the same way that he is now? If it was WWF champion Triple H, with but he still he still learned the culture because again right. you had leaders in there. See, got to think yeah. about it like this: Undertaker learned how to be a locker room leader from Andre the Giant. And you know, it goes like it goes way back. It goes, it's deep. No, but what I'm yeah. saying, yeah. Triple H had time to be the the man in the ring. Mm-hmm. He's transitioned to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, and now he's the man behind the desk. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega went from being in the ring to try to be the person behind the desk. Let's be honest with you. Do you think Kenny Omega outside of, and I hate to say playing on video games, outside of helping develop <laughs> the video game, has he really put any time and infrastructure no. into it? Because in the hardcore, like what Cody said, he was not mature enough to be an executive vice president. Who, he wanted who? to be one of the boys. So there is no locker room leader because they're all trying to be the boys. And when I'm saying it falls on their fears, Jericho mm-hmm. probably was like, you know what? I'm done that, with this. Well, you know what? That's probably wow. right. If you think about Jericho and people, you know, um, somebody said Mark Henry and Paul White, where were they? That probably was, you know. That's enough. That's a, those are, <laughs> I, I think what happens is these guys come in there. They say, you know what? They, they Everybody got this. Oh, I can go in there and fix it. This, that, and the other. The, 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 the EVPs are in Tony Khan's ear. No, we got things. That we good. We doing this this way. And they say, you know what? Forget about it. I'm going to get my money. 
right like like guys like billy gunn and you know uh, jim ross you got christian yeah hardy you got all that's been through the wwe and christian has been through the wwe system through the independent system back to the wwe system and he probably went home he probably did his match this pay-per-view too long i'm gone you you been hey, Brandon? You know how it used to be on the road. You yep. you know our friends be oh, like, we done, look, we gotta we, we get match number one, two, or three <laughs> <laughs> at a minimum, and we back on the road. Good road. So, so that's probably what. Is, so, and they probably don't have that structure in place because it's a and I don't want to say an indie field because you know indie <clears throat> the difference in TNA mm-hmm. and like you said it they had those leaders that knew the in ring, the behind the curtain, and behind the desk. I honestly do not think that being such a huge fan of wrestling because Tony Khan pays, he has so many references that you got to be a diehard core fan or you got to actually go Google some of the Mm -hmm. stuff that happened to AEW to figure out what it is. Worse than the fact of you Googling who Bearcat is because that's who they gave to Keith Lee. Mm -hmm. Some of his references, you're like, oh, come on now. What is this? Wait a minute. What is is he doing? It's it's not going to pop. Everybody. Like how many people knew CM Punk's original ROH music? Right. Nope. To hear that, I was like, oh, that's his like I knew it. I was like, that's his boring ROH music. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I knew it was boring because he's always been that same boring person to me. It but is. Tony Khan it doesn't is. know. He doesn't know how to build that company because he wasn't a person in the ring. Mm-hmm. This man wasn't a person in the ring. He watched his father and his grandfather, right? He's a fourth generation he, promoter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he watched, he knew the boys because he's got hit in the mouth by the boys. Mm-hmm. He's paid the boys. He's mm-hmm. bailed the boys out. So he's mm-hmm. been one of the boys in a roundabout way. He stepped in the ring with the boys. He's been behind the curtain and behind the desk. Tony Carr went from, I have deep pockets. I want my own wrestling company because this is my passion. I, that's exactly not, what I was about to say. My bad. I ain't even cut you yeah. that, And this is my last this. point. What he Go did, ahead. and let me just make this. A, this is like if I go open a restaurant right now, mm-hmm. if I have no culinary degree, no serve safe, I'm going to fail. If I say I'm going to go get a couple people that know how to cook, guess what? I'm going to be sitting there in the kitchen like, oh, I guess I'll just wash dishes because at least I know how to wash dishes. But I'm not going to do that right because I don't know sanitation. So Tony right. Khan is thinking like, oh, I'm, right. I'm part of this football club. I'm part of this. I'm part of that. I'm right big company. But it's not the same company, dude. Like, these are the things that's unraveling. I can open my restaurant today. It'll sell out the first day because it's something new. There In a month, go. I'm probably gonna close down mm-hmm. because yeah. I'm not. I don't have that skill set to know. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And he knows enough about a business to run a business because at one point I thought AEW was a t-shirt company. And what about Sting? What about Sting? What about Sting? What about Sting? Home. Ain't nobody trying to hear what about Sting. Is Sting <laughs> old just... as hell. Right, but come on, like this is like I said, like oh, like, Sam, let's, like like Sam Punk said, he said he said, let me not listen to what Terry Funk had to say. Exactly, like you like you said earlier. Look, tradition ain't nothing now, especially that, and, over there. It's nothing, and, and that's and that's what you. I'm glad you said that, brother, because so what, what I'm hearing from you, brother, is there's a problem with leadership, yes. and, and there's a problem with leadership not establishing the proper culture in order for professional wrestling to survive in today's day and age we pr- yep. it's it's proven that it's possible because we have the wwe wwe is the most commercial product out there and it's, it's you know it's nowhere near as rough and tumble as it was in its roots you know what i mean but yet there's still things that just won't happen in wwe like that's why i was saying like with tony khan is is his fault because it's like he's not focused 
like if you're a true businessman and you got all this money and this and that, you know what you're doing because you know, like you've been in the industry and this and that. I'm passionate about it. You would do your proper research. Mm-hmm. If you have a guy like Jericho on your side, talk to Jericho. Figure out what what are some of the things I need to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not sure if you know what type of power he gave Jericho. If he gave mm-hmm. him any power at that time, because you got to think Cody Rhodes at that time, he was fresh too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Which, who's which, his, um, who's in charge of talent him? development? Is it still Christopher Daniels? No, I think I think those guys just got those promotions. Like, yeah, I, they, like, yeah. like they just got those jobs. Because, oh. like, I hate seeing him at the media scrum. Why are you there? Like, and why are you telling people <laughs> how much money you make? Like, I don't think Vince McMahon ever said he was a billionaire until he had the battle of the billionaires. He always yeah. talked about him being like it. We understood that Vince McMahon had a lot of money. We mm-hmm. know Stephanie is paid. We know Triple H is paid. Mm-hmm. We know that they he has a wrestler contract versus a what you call a contract. We don't need to hear that. But then the thing is, how we see Triple H more now as the face because he's trying to cross promote his brand. And what did he say the other day? There's not one part of the world that doesn't know WWE, and I want to make sure I get to each part of it. Mm-hmm. What? What? We'll see. Want, Go ahead. Quick finish. Yeah, but Tony Khan, he just want to say, I have a whole bunch of blah 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 money. That's oh, it. I'm better than that's all person. I heard. I'm better than a person. We'll see. Oh, but that's all I heard. Even even during the scrum, mm-hmm. CM Punk is sitting right there beside him, saying all this smack in he front of his sh- boss, though. Right in front of him, he cut the man. No fear. He cut Tony Khan. No off filter. A couple of no times. Filter. It was just like Soda swerve. Chill out. Chill out. You know what I'm saying? And he let the man CM Punk just sit there and just trash his product, and he's sitting there just, oh yeah, yeah, agreeing with him. So it's like it's his fault because like he got to put his foot down and be like, look, bro. I'm the one paying the bills. I'm the one, you know, handling and everything. You know what I'm saying? So, look, we can handle this off the record. Let's just answer now, the question. What he said? No, nah, that's my fault. That's my fault. I shouldn't have said no. I shouldn't have said Now, that. Brian, let me ask you this question. You work for multiple media companies, right? If you mm-hmm. were doing a press interview, they're going to give you some points that you can hit and some points mm-hmm. that you cannot say, correct? Absolutely. 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 I used to do that for doctors. There is no doing COVID. any filter that say exactly. I don't think that he's because I don't care what nobody said. You can't tell me that as many times all these WWE superstars have been on the road to different things, asking different questions, trying to find out. And you know, we've all sat next to wrestlers all the time, and you know, they kind of like regurgitate the same thing for certain certain <laughs> things. And I'll mm-hmm. never forget that time sitting next to Matt Hardy. Everybody asked him about Jeff, and he said he's okay. You can check him out every Monday and Friday. He's, mm-hmm. he's okay. And that was like his his automatic response. Was, his yep, PR Jeff. spell. Yep. There you go. But he was, Tony he was Khan, trained. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan don't give him. He's like, yep, just do whatever you want. I like to know who's right their PR team. What their PR team look like. Straight up. He probably I, doesn't have one. I'm going to say, who and who do they answer to at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. If the person you answer to is out there and you're supposed to Next be in team. charge, like you're supposed to, you put those people in charge so you don't have to be the bad guy. That's why mm-hmm. you pay them. They're, they're filtered, so they don't directly take the anger out. They, like whoever you're paying takes takes all that heat. Mm-hmm. But what I'm confused about is, what well, I'm not confused. I'll say this: let's 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 look at the timeline for what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. AW starts out, hits his stride, COVID bounces back. The people's brand, I'll say, you know, and I'll say the people as in like live audience. That's what I mean by that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. Um. But we're looking at Thunder Rosa asking for her release. That's um, 
That was false? Yeah. Okay, Alvarez so, confirmed that was false. So, the ringside news is trash. So 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 when you have <laughs> stuff like that, like like Thunder Rosa having issues and looking for time off, and then now all of a sudden there's rumors about her release, right? That's mm-hmm. prob- that's problematic because she's a she's a, a focal point of your brand, correct? When yeah, you have right. when you have multiple superstars in your roster constantly getting hurt because of what they're probably overdoing in the ring, you know, uh not really protecting themselves, doing too much, Absolutely. right? Uh, when you have a situation like you have to sign a CM Punk to boost your business because that's what's best for business. Let's let's be real. Like CM Punk is a brand name that's a that you need it. Mm-hmm. But now now your established core who is half injured in Kenny Omega, uh, who came off the run of a lifetime, comes mm-hmm. back and now he he immediately has issues and has been stripped of a title, right? He had issues. Dog from uh, assault. You, you know what I mean. You have, um, you have. Um, That's crazy. They dig it. Like this, 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 this is a timeline <laughs> that we're going down. Like we're going, we're going down this timeline. And so, so now you know you have one of your executive vice presidents leave your company and founders just leave completely leave the organization because he he can't he can't get on the same page with Fiona because we all knew that at some point Tony Khan was going to tell everybody what they wanted to hear. And start this revolution until you had to sacrifice business for your revolution. We talked about it in terms of the TV deals. We said, so what happens when the TV, when 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 TBS and TNT start to decide what you can and can't do? How does that affect your product, your your brand of the fans? But what happens if you can't really give the fans what they want? Because like you know why we used to get mad because we used to see John Cena so much. It's because financially, WWE needed John Cena to start and end the show. Because guess what? Charmin may pay an extra $22 million for their commercial to come right after John Cena's segment. It's the reason why we didn't give Seth Rollins and Riddle, Matt Riddle at SummerSlam. Because there was a sponsored segment for the Rey Mysterio match. Mm-hmm. And because it's the money. Let's see, that's, that's, that's the business. That is the foundation of the wrestling industry. Like mm-hmm. we love the wrestling, but let's be real. It's it's it, they they stop wrestling shoe style for a reason, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So you can't lose focus for your foundation. So we look at this timeline of AEW. What has happened? Because I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what, what what you have what you have opened the floodgates for. These relationships may never be the same. Now, see, brother Raj says it's all about the money. If it's all about the money. Why would they let Hangman Page go into business for himself if CM Punk is solely responsible or primarily responsible, in all fairness, for the house that is drawn, for the numbers that are there, for the T-shirts being sold, for the action figures, whatever the case may be. He is your, your biggest draw as far as the financial aspect. Doesn't got to be the heart and soul like John Moxley because he said he was the dollar and cents and he wasn't wrong. And he wasn't wrong. Why wasn't Hangman Page suspended? Why is all the like what? Where are all these chinks in the armor coming from? Why is AEW seemingly self imploding, left and right? You have a brand with so much talent, so many veterans, so many new names, and they are fledgling. Tony Khan's getting in the way. It's just that's what it seems like. Tell me uh, how he's getting in the way. What is Tony Khan doing to get in the way? So you brought up. Well, you brought up something. Wow. You talked about wrestlers getting hurt because mm-hmm. of stuff they're doing in the ring, right? Mm-hmm. One of the biggest, one of the people who used to always prevent some of the foolishness that would go in the ring was Arn Anderson. Yep. Told Ray, uh, Randy Orton, stay off the top rope. Leave that to Rey Mysterio. You know, 
So clearly, the people, I just feel that the experts, we mm-hmm. talked about the Jim Rosses, they say they don't listen. And I think because there's a structure there where it's okay not to listen to the veterans, the true veterans of the game. It's a structure put in place or lack of structure that prevents that. You know, I believe it was a quote saying, like, we be telling wrestlers, um, hey, that wasn't a good match. You need to work on X, Y, Z. And then there's Tony Khan saying, oh, good match, buddy. Good match. Now, um, one of the dudes from the acclaim was saying that Punk would sit there and watch music uh, videos. Justin said this earlier uh, that he would sit there and watch uh, their matches. So clearly Punk can't be that much of a bad guy if he's sitting up there giving mm-hmm. critique. But it's to people that listen. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're clearly, like I said, looking at what Swerve did. Hold on, Tony. I, let, let me say this. Nobody would never do that to Vince McMahon. No. Or, or Triple H. <laughs> or, Triple H. or Triple H. He suspended or Titus O'Neil. Or Vern Gagne or J.J. Dillon. Like the, or Jerry mm-hmm. Jarrett. Or, or uh, Cowboy uh, Bill Watts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jim Crockett. Like senior and junior. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's so okay. So 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 we've established there's there's an obvious implosion going on in AEW. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for the elite going forward? And that, let's just take a deep a deep pause and just relax for a second. Just sit on that because here's what I'm thinking, and I want you guys to talk to the realness because I need you guys to help me change my mind. Because I'm going to ask you two questions in the end. Ready? This is mm-hmm. where it gets deep. Something happened between Cody Rhodes and Tony Khan that severed that relationship enough where Cody Rhodes decided he opted out of doing business with Tony Khan, something he created. That's like us starting a wrestling run with somebody else with money, and we can't come to an agreement because they're footing the bill and we decide to leave our own brand. That's that's the that's the equivalent that I put it to. Maybe not the same, but that's the equivalent that I put it to. Mm-hmm. Right? So now you have three remaining executive vice presidents. Who have, who have who threatened to walk out just like Cody did on their own brand that they helped build is because the money is acting up, but the boss is responsible for keeping the money happy. Right? Mm-hmm. Has Tony Khan damaged his relationship with the elite? And how long did it take for the elite to get on the phone with Cody Rhodes? <laughs> I don't think he's damaged the relationship only because I think in this situation, I think they're gonna understand. All right, he had to do what he had to do. But if he lets CM Punk back in without apologizing, it's nope. damaged. Nope, Brian H, that's too easy. You're better Would than you, that. No, nope. no, think about it though, because that's regardless to who's right or who's wrong, right? Everybody's gonna look at the fight, not no. the, the we're going past the presser. We're going no, past no, the presser. No, they're not. Think about it. Let's go. Let's 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 take it to run. I'm 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 gonna force Brian H to go to a different level. I got did you, brother Brandon, because the elite's not mad about the action. We know what happened. See, grown uh-huh. men, cooler heads can prevail. We can get over that. We did this. Right. We did that. All right, cool. That Brian H, they had to have known mm-hmm. that if they signed CM Punk, this could potentially be a bad situation. Or it could potentially change the locker room forever because of something that you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. CM Punk has swam with those sharks before. 
And we talked mm. about it years ago. We said, yeah, what happens when those WWE guys that that gonna that that are out for blood, they're gonna see like, oh, this is easy, right? And the elite knows that Tony Khan took a risk by signing CM Punk, but of course he played the young and hungry card, and they gave him a hero's welcome. Mm-hmm. But he had to have known if you sign this former in, in, massive in Chicago, in Chicago, <laughs> in Chicago, <laughs> that if you sign this massive former WWE entity. Uh-huh. This this could change our culture that we created. It's not going to be the same, right? And it looks as if Tony Khan has taken his side simply because he was forced to decide what's more important, friendship or business. How do we know that? He couldn't separate it between Cody Rhodes, and they had to separate themselves mm-hmm. when it comes to business. So I'm asking you, Brian H., is their relationship damaged not based off the situation but off the fact that they knew that if CM Punk came in there, this could potentially happen? And guess what? It has happened. And guess what? Tony Khan, there's nothing he can do about it because his bottom line can't be the elite in that friendship. His bottom line has to be business. And you say to yourself, well, yeah, they should be able to get past that because business is business. But if they knew that as executive vice presidents, they went to, went to that man's locker room and super kicked the door down <laughs> looking for all the smoke. <laughs> With legs smacks. They was they was back there like uh Sean Michaels when he was uh running through the back. Right, super kicking everybody. Yeah, so super kicking everybody. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, Brian H? To me, nah, yeah, nah, I see where you're going. I see where you're going with this. Brian H, you are a producer and you work, you you are a, a podcast producer. You do so much mm-hmm. more, but you're a podcast producer and you work for a company outside of yourself. You got mm-hmm. the wrestling realm, you got B Waters Productions, and you work you work for another entity, you work for another mm-hmm. brand. If one of those brothers that you're on that show with disrespects you right now, right? Or they bring on somebody else that comes on the show and you say, man, I don't know. I heard this guy's a little, he, he can get a little fired up, right? But if he comes on the show, he's going to be good for the numbers. He's going to be good for business. A lot of people are going to be watching. Him, but listen, but you know, he's, he's a little bit much. And, and they say, okay, Bradish, we're going to bring him on anyway. And he comes on that show and he disrespects you. Or you didn't acknowledge him the way he felt like you should have acknowledged him. And he calls you out publicly. You gonna cut him off in the middle of the show and say, no, 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 no. Check this out. Check this out. I don't care who you is. I'm Brian. <laughs> and what you're not gonna do, are you gonna do that? I'm gonna have to, because if not, it's gonna keep no. happening. So you're gonna do that on live television. You're the producer of the show. And the moneymaker comes to the show. Oh, you're talking, you're oh okay. Sorry. Yeah, I'm t- no, I'm telling you, is that what you're gonna do? You're the producer on the show. And, and they bring on somebody else that's going to bring you guys money, going to bring you guys in views, the big time special guests. But you know, taking the risk, like, and you, and they ask you, Brian H, what do you think we should do? This guy's a little off. He's a little extra, you know, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, it's say it's MJF. MJF is in full character and he doesn't like your hair. And, and you, and you say, and you say, well, you know, MJF, you know, you haven't been in the business. He goes, who the heck do you think you are? You don't know anything about the business. You haven't been here for more than a cup of coffee. Just disrespects you blatantly right now. Everybody's watching lives, fans watch it. Are you, as the producer of that show, going to check him live on, on, on the air in the middle of the show? You're going to stop the show? That's not your show, by the way. That's That the guest is on, and you're going to check him publicly? Well, you can't because you produce No, you, no. You got to mute the mic. No, no. Why did you, you can't mess that? up the money. Why can't you? Why? Tell me why. Why can't you, can't you mess up the money? Because it's unprofessional. Right. Right? Right. Because you, you recognize the bottom line. First of all, it's not your position. It's not your show. They're paying you. And guess what? You might get a pay raise because he was on your show. So you mm-hmm. got to sit there. And you got to take that foolishness. Now, you don't like it. But you have enough sense to say, I'm a professional. I got to let that ride. I might, I might, owe, him, I might owe him one. He's going to get a receipt. Right. You know what I mean? 
but you're not going to you're not going to disrupt that show. It's not your show. Well, you said live. You can't. You can't. No, it's, me it's, doing live. It's, nah, see, it's 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 all star wrestling podcast, mm-hmm. right? And you, you weren't expecting that, but he decided he won't come in full character. And he picked you. Well, he's the producer of the show, so he's not important. And he just starts ripping you new and trying to trying to get himself over. <laughs> Going into business for himself. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The host of your show is looking looking at you like he ain't checking him. He ain't say ho 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 man. Hey hey hey. That's he's on my team. Mm-hmm. He's not saying nothing. He just letting it happen. And you telling me that you have enough sense that you're like, I got to be professional. The guys in AW who are supposed to be executive vice presidents, you mean to tell me didn't have that much sense to say, how many times did Shawn Michaels berate uh, Vince McMahon? On air? <laughs> Go back and look at uh, what you call it, uh, the night um, after Bad Blood. How, how many how many times did, did Brock Lesnar disrespect Vince McMahon? <laughs> he should have tied that on one time. I was about to say right. And that's public mm-hmm. footage now, so you can't really say it's backstage anymore, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet those guys went looking for trouble. You're executive mm-hmm. vice presidents. So I ask you again. What I'm saying is, this is what you gotta understand. This is and, and I laid I laid the peanut butter nice spread on the bread for you. <laughs> it's because Brian H, I want you to think. As mm-hmm. I know you can think and, and answer this question again. Do you think did we ever think that Cody Rose's uh relationship with Tony Khan would be would be strained or severed? No, because there's no way of knowing it outside of mm-hmm. what he said, his comments. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't know what's going on backstage. We found out when he left. So I'm asking you, we know what's going on backstage. And CM Please. Punk did enough. Yeah. To make them lose all sense of professionalism, right? Mm-hmm. To lose all sense of professionalism, and forget they wear suits. Executive vice presidents, and they went and they went looking for smoke. Now, if somebody disrespects you, that's enough to fight. You from Baltimore, and you have enough sense of professionalism to say, "All right, I got you. I owe you one." But if you didn't, it will make me think. There's got to be something between them two. Or there's something a little bit more than that that I don't know about because nobody's just going to lose it that way if that's the case. Mm-hmm. It was enough for those guys to lose it. Do you think that the relationship between the elite and Tony Khan has taken a turn for the worse? Long no, I think this was the icing on the cake. Yeah, this this might have been because if, even it had if to I been something before. Suit, yeah, See, that's what I'm getting at. And now mm-hmm. it's like you know, the first thing you like, yep, and I can see, and you might laugh when I say this, Matt or Nick and even Kenny saying, oh, Phil, come here. I told you to keep my name out your mouth. That was, I warned you once, now this we about to throw hands. Mm-hmm. You know, type of deal, because I don't see, a human nature is, you might get away with one. If I know I got my bank account on the line and my livelihood, you might get away with two. But the third one, no, it's me and you, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Like, and, mm-hmm. and I'm, it takes it back to my original plot. At the end of the day, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Hangman Page, Darby Allen, all of these guys are wrestlers. They are actual wrestlers. So how much behind the desk do your EVPs actually have when they're on your weekly episodic TV? I mean, I that, once again, I, is that really an excuse? Because Dusty Rhodes was on weekly episodes TV. 
Rick Flair was, was was booking the show right. on Weekly Echo Savage TV. All right, but look at what you said. Mm-hmm. They lived in the ring and had time to understand the ring. That's also true. You're absolutely right. They, they had veterans. multiple companies, yep. multiple mm-hmm. multiple entities, multiple people around them. Let's mm-hmm. think about the Young Bucks career. They were all indie darlings. They were in Impact for how long? Cup of coffee. Exactly. So how much could they really absorb from Impact because they was brought in as a special, oh, look and, what we got, and then they and were gone. And to be honest, they didn't get signed to Impact at one point because I think they rubbed somebody the wrong way down there too. Is yeah, that when they shake Booker T's hand? That was I think Booker yeah. T was there. And look at That was it. Ring R- R- yeah. of Honor. They were there early and they sent them home like, oh, we can't afford to fly you guys in and out. Yep. And not right. only that, remember the whole thing, they they always been around their friends. Yep. Like we said, they got their own little clique. They little young boys. And Cody was never part of the clique. Right. Right. He they never really fit into the elite, to be honest he with you. He didn't. You could tell he was just a clean cut cat, really trying to learn the business. I mean, that's where he came from. That's traditional to him. Yeah, you know, there you go. That's, with his that's pop, very true. His brother, like, you know, he grew up in that. So he understood. But it's like, you got cats like that on the other side working with you. I mean, hey. And, and that's the thing. You know, it seems like a lot of those quote unquote who people we would think would be locker room leaders mm-hmm. are like, man, I can't tell them nothing. They EVPs. So they outrank me anyway. Exactly. Exactly. There's a there's there's that, go that goes back to that Jericho uh situation that uh-huh. you were talking about. And Jericho don't care. Like, let's be real. Jericho got Fozzie. He got all that mess going on with with Fozzie. He went for He's his all... in the back the uh, WrestleMania moment with Judas playing. Yeah, definitely. He can't be mad. And think about it. And let's and I'm gonna just use Christian for example. Mm-hmm. You got Christian and Matt Hardy both there. Mm-hmm. Two people that's been in the system multiple times, been in everybody else's system. They literally could be, and they're younger than these guys, but when you name an Arn Anderson, a Terry Funk, they could be those new age guys of this era mm-hmm. because they've been through the different systems. They know what works and what doesn't. They know what to keep the boys happy, what not. They know these type of things. And like, where, where are they? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if Matt Hardy's not performing on, TV, use him in a backstage role. You got William Regal right there. He's literally right there. But William, he comes out. William Regal, Big Show, Mark Henry. And who messed with Regal? That I, dude, I, I shook his him. hand in Texas. And there's only two people I felt like they could break my hand if they want to. Him and Doug Williams. I just named three gangsters. Like, William Regal? Yeah. Like, who's going to, who's going to, first of all, who's going to let somebody else disrespect William Regal? Mm. But, 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 Brian, you were saying, like, like you was you was mentioning, there's got to be something else there, gentlemen. That's what I'm kind of pushing for. Because I'm saying to myself, you're not gonna convince me this just happened. We got it's another investigation. Hey, I'm, but listen I'm to me. You, when Tony Khan started to break is when he brought ROH. That's when he started to break. Mm. His world started to unravel because he had more than what he could cheer. He was trying to beat WWE, and I believe this. And this is off the record. I believe in my heart of heart, mm-hmm. he tried to beat WWE to take that ROH from them. So he can have another notch under yeah. his belt to say, mm-hmm. I have this. I own all of this. I'm above WWE because now you can't have your AJ Styles footage. You can't have mm-hmm. any of your wrestlers that you have. Yep. I have everything. So in the effort to try to do that, then you got to keep broadcasting companies. You got to give rights for this. You got He's stretched himself thin. I wouldn't be surprised if he, he might have laughed at Vince McMahon for sleeping, what, two, three hours or Vince McMahon said he slept. Tony Khan is probably up right now working on something. 
He watched trying to show. figure out what. Which go back to what I said earlier. Which go back to what I said earlier. His focus is off. As a businessman, his focus is off. He's only worried about, oh, what is WWE doing? Mm-hmm. WWE ain't worried about you. They over there making money. There you go. You know, that's a developmental system. Good for I'm, them. There exactly. you go. Well, let's exactly. well, let's well, let's let's stay right there. Tony Khan responded kind of uh belligerently, right? He goes, um, I, and this is my best Tony Khan impression. I don't know. He's he was just rattled. He's like, Yeah, uh, I think it's really you know, blankety blank that they're doing this to us, whatever the case may be. And I I, I thought about Jim Crockett, what's brother who you were just talking about. He's focused on everything but himself. Exactly. This is Jim. I know what Jim Crockett's going through, but guess what? I got a whole lot more money than Jim Crockett did. Go. And it, but once again, back to yeah, Brandon's it, point. Your like, eyes gotta move faster. Your eyes gotta like, move faster. You gotta keep looking around. Keep looking yeah. around. <laughs> because like, you know, and, and uh, I don't think that, you know, I'm not gonna take this effing stuff, and this is. I'm not gonna take. I'm like, I got a lot more money. I got a lot. Okay, Tony. Like, what are you? What are you gonna do? Like, what you? We we talk. Listen. There's nobody. There's no more bullets in the chamber, right? Let's let's (laughs) let's let's talk about it, gentlemen. We're gonna talk about it. I told you it's gonna be one of those brothered out nights, man. This is what we do through text message. Let's talk about it. You got Daniel Bryan. That's Mm. cool. Didn't move the needle. I love him. He does no wrong. Um, Should be the next world champion. He should be next world champion, but he, you know his schedule and the way he wrestles, I, I'm nervous for him. I don't want him to get hurt. So, you you look at CM Punk. That was the one thing fans were clamoring for twelve years, clamoring mm-hmm. for for twelve years, right? Um, let me see. You got you got all the any you got some of the elite guys. You know, mm-hmm. Bobby Fish once out. Um, <laughs> he challenged at, Punk to a fight. Yeah, because you know why? Yeah, a real because, fight. There's because. There's something going on backstage that we don't have all the pieces for. But what I'm saying is something's going on. I don't know what that something is, but something's not right because mm-hmm. it's, it's rubbing people wrong on both sides yes. of the fence. On yes. both. So, 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 so you, you, you make noise because you take a high profile NXT faction, big, big move, big move, respectable move. I like the move because they fit all of a sudden they don't fit anymore. Bobby Fish doesn't fit in, in, in AEW anymore. Adam Cole gets hurt. He's out. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly has to have fusion neck surgery. These guys are doing too much. Mm-hmm. Right? So there, there's no undisputed error no more. Gone. Right? So it, I'm, I'm trying to think. What else can you do, Tony Khan? You got Cesaro. Didn't make it. Didn't make a big. Didn't make a difference. Okay, and that's what fans been clamoring for to have a world. He title wants a pop. He got a pop. Tony Khan has built his company on pops and. That's it. And the thing Big is, news. if I can get a pop, <laughs> and the thing that kills me, and if you look at, tell me, baby. And if you look at all out, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I say this jokingly, but more and more I watch AEW, the less I want to watch it. Their near falls, false fit, like everything about it is just as bad as the roll up in WWE. Mm-hmm. Because you sit there and it's like you kind of like you hot oh, shot. Wow, they didn't oh, they didn't win it. They still didn't win. Okay. Yep, still going. Like, and that's why I say I'm like in wrestling overdraw. I'm like, some of these matches, I'm like, all right, that should have been the finish. Oh, that should have been the finish. Oh, that's not the finish. Okay. Exactly. That should have been exactly. the finish. I'm like, y'all just bad. Like, as much as we complain about WWE with the, oh, the roll up, the deadliest move in all the sports entertainment is the roll up. Mm-hmm. They got so many false finishes. I'm not false finishes. What is it called when um, near falls? There's near falls. So yep, many yep, near yep. falls. It's so, you know, I, you're going to do, uh, a Spanish fly into a double arm DDT off the top rope, three six ladders, and I still kick out. I was about to say, man, they doing too much, bro. You know, like, uh, even with the color, like we said before, or like bro, I said, before, what yo, in the world, you, you got to have color in every match. 
Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, we, we get it. Like, we know you can do blood. God <laughs> dang. Everybody don't got to be Rick Flair that... every goddamn night. Well, you know, well, you didn't bleed tonight. I was waiting for him to bleed. Yeah, I said, where's the blood? Had, they probably cut where's that the... out. The, uh, the network. Yeah, because it was getting bad. Yeah. But see, here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. AEW has all these beautiful titles, right? They do, they do. Gorgeous belts. I love AEW's belts. And, and and don't get me wrong, I love I love I love what AEW stands for. But I, I'm a I'm gonna shift the conversation just slightly and trust me, we're gonna come right back into it. One mm-hmm. thing I've noticed about the branding of AEW and why it doesn't feel special. Now let's also Travis, the uh, Mal- Malachi Black all of a sudden wants his release. You got a devil guy talking about he's going through depression. You get that's not that's not that's not that's not either, okay. Bro. God dang, the devil guy is asking for like he's he's going through things like come on, man. Everybody's bald, everybody's bald, like balding, not like they chose to shave their head. Like Samoa Joe came back with a whole sunroof in his head. Miro <laughs> had a whole sunroof in his head. Straight up. Um, now who else did I say? It was um, I said, dude, why is everybody Keith Lee? Christian, Matt Hardy. I said, why are they stressing the AEW? These brothers are losing their hair left and right. Yeah, that was supposed to be. And I'm not trying to they're not working out either. Everybody's like, they winded. Yeah. Everybody getting their freshman 15. And it's like, <laughs> you can tell you left the WWE system. I'm like, man, what happened to people? And 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 here's here's, here's one thing. Like, um, I, I don't care how many times Christian works with uh, Jungle Boy Jack Prey, it's not gonna work. Um yeah, I just want to sidebar. Story's over. Yeah, Story's over. Just, just want to sidebar. So here, here's here's what I'm saying. Here's one thing I noticed, gentlemen. Um, we play our wrestling video games. Let's keep it simple for the fans. We play our wrestling video games, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're actually right, uh, Brother Raj. He said demons need therapy too. We'll put that on the screen. That deserves to make the show. <laughs> they do. Mm-hmm. We play our favorite video games. What's the one thing we look forward to? As kids, as young people, as young adults now, right? There's certain exciting things when it comes to the branding about our favorite wrestling video games. What do we do? We go into the game, right? Music plays. Music plays, right? Bam. You click. You press start. You see the see you laughing because I'm taking you back to your childhood. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you ain't do nothing modern. Yeah. Now, see, right? back down memory lane. Yeah. We're going back to 98 bit, right? So, so then you know you you press you press start. That's, that's I was about to say, yeah, did you sound yeah. effect? You got it. You got to get past the, the start menu, right? You know what I'm saying? See, I'm, this is WCW versus NWO Revenge, right? You got that so, music. So then, so then you so you, you scroll so you through you, 64 vibes. right? So you so you scroll through wrestlers. See, see the different menus going past. You got your NWO mm-hmm. faction, NWO Wolfpack. Uh, you got your lucha guys, you know, you got your um, the, you know, the workhorses that section, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I then mean. you know, you choose your wrestler, then you know, you choose what you want to do. You got what title, whether it's WWE Intercontinental Championship, whether it's WCW's United States Championship, right? Whether it's WWE's World Championship or WCW's World Heavyweight Championship, and then one thing you do <laughs> that's very specific that makes it extremely fun you pick your arena. You pick your show, you pick your brand. And in the mid-90s, every arena had a different, exciting look based off the theme. Right? We watched Clash of the Castle, and the screen was a castle. I was like, ooh, it's a castle. 
this dude. He's and I said, yo, runs three companies. Wow, that's true. And it is. the Jaguars fool him. And okay, it that's is. Terrible. That's bad. He said it. That's just. That's and exactly what I was saying, man. You're a businessman. Why do your companies look like that, bro? Like, that's that's just rough. <laughs> that's rough around edges. And one thing I noticed that every event looks special. Mm-hmm. Backlash, Judgment Day, Starcade, Survivor Series, Bash at the Beach, WrestleMania, Hell in a Cell, King of the Ring, No Mercy, right? Yeah, because you would always say, like, all right, which one you want to, which arena you want to look at? You want to look at Royal Rumble, right? Whatever mm-hmm. theme it was that year. All of AEW shows, branding wise, look the same. Mm-hmm. That same casino look from the very first All Out, <laughs> and I'm I'm watching. I said, Why this show, this show doesn't look like a big deal. It looks like the same show every time because it looks. There's nothing special about the entrance. Doesn't change. The graphics don't really change that much. And I was just like, it's dude, NXT that, 2.0 on TBS and TNT. Right, but you have money. A, you got a big budget though. Like, why the heck is it not that way? I'm just like, dude. This is part of the reason why you're losing crossover appeal is because it doesn't feel special based off the event. You know what I mean? Like I should be seeing like Elvises and stuff flying out the ceiling. Of, I don't know. Whatever. Make it look like a casino <laughs> for goodness sake. You know what I mean? Like I just that's because I just I just watched the Elvis movie and I'm gonna say that uh, being from Memphis, Tennessee, man, you you gotta understand <laughs> that Leo Street was one of those places where. You know the, the the black musicians are now okay. Sorry, I, I just watched the Elvis movies. Had to go there. But was it good? It was yes, it was. It was uh, it was very good. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> it was one of those movies that you gotta you gotta see it to believe it. And uh, thank you, thank you very much. See, see, this, this is the mess we gotta deal with. Listen people. to me. Listen to me. Yeah, that <laughs> I was, listen to me. Sorry, that Elvis movie was good. <laughs> I'm sorry, that joke was good. I'm sorry, bro. Austin Butler, man, he played one heck of an Elvis man. Stress being from Memphis, Tennessee. But uh, there's got to be a special, there's got to be a special feel and a special vibe mm-hmm. to your show, and I don't get that. Like I turn on Dynamite, looks the same. Rampage looks the same. All Out mm-hmm. looks the same. Double or nothing looks the same. Uh, full gear, whatever, full gear looks the same. Full Metal Mayhem looks the same. Whatever the heck they had looks the same. I'm like, bro, like what? Bash at the Beach. Um, what's the thing called that you do? Uh, uh, stadium Stampede. Yeah, like that's All like a Grand Slam. A cold winter. Like a Grand Slam. What? Like why does everything look the same? I remember being disappointed. Like, okay, the first one was like it casino looked like a chandelier. Mm-hmm. But then like every week it was the same. <laughs> every week was the same thing. I think it's and that's what I little... thought about 2.0. I was like, why do they even for that pay-per-views? Because look at um, World's Collide. I said, wait a minute. They didn't do anything different. Mm-hmm. But Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes with that entrance, though. Well, see, it's and, and it's and it's it's those subtle things, right, Brandon? That that helps propel your product and your brand. And I think that they're supposed to be a chief branding officer. <laughs> I don't I don't know who's responsible for that now because it's no longer uh, Brandy. Uh, but, <laughs> but I think that's one of the reasons that makes me not feel that. Uh, AW is paying attention to the things that can help separate itself. So here, here, here's what I say now. As that's my intro, as I move the conversation forward, I'm going to ask you a number of questions, and I want you guys just to just let just we're just brother ripping it out. It's almost one o'clock in the morning as we record this. <laughs> but um, does AEW need to hit the reset button? And also, what would you do to 
kind of jumpstart that reset. And, I, and I'm talking like, you, like, for instance, WCW did it and it failed. There was a random moment when Eric Bischoff and they brought back Eric Bischoff to work with Vince Russo because it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And they stripped everybody of all the titles. They said, we're going to start fresh. Yep. And it was an opportunity to try to try to try to force forcefully create new stars. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's going to lead to my next point, but I'm gonna let you guys jump in first. So does AEW and if you don't think that it does, then then hey, you can say hey, it doesn't, it doesn't. But does AEW need to do something to kind of hit the reset button and start fresh? And if so, what is that thing that they need to do? Like what is that big bang that they have to do to kind of re jumpstart the brand or get things back on track? Brian H. I don't have nothing because Randy Orton not available. Dang, this is John Cena. So, so you telling me? So you telling me, Brian H. That you telling me this is, and I, I want to make sure I get Brian H. Point. You telling me they they need somebody of that caliber to even try to even get things back on track or at least start fresh. Yeah, somebody because that's gonna come in there and not only draw the house, but mm-hmm. that will be respected. Okay, you know, like Jericho's not respected though. Sting's not respected. God dang. Uh, Nah, they don't. They don't care enough. They they okay. done made their money. Uh, like you know, if those guys think came so. in, yeah, they they done made their money. So why why is Chris Jericho always on Twitter talking about this is the best company I've ever worked for and Tony Khan's the best boss and he's got more money than like I'm confused. Because that's what Jericho does. You don't trust him. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you know, and Sting look, Sting's just having a good time. He happy about life. God and gave him another opportunity. Amen. And he done went through some things, so he's that's like, right. look, I'm gonna I'm gonna take these dives. I mean, why is Sting taking dives at 50 years old? Sixty, you know, well, six, but even worse, you even know, worse. even he, worse. Brother. My father's age, you know, yeah. so yep. it, it's it's nobody there. You and... imagine Mister Howard still choke slamming somebody, <laughs> like not you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You mess with his grandkids, he he might. And before I can see he, that, <laughs> like what what happened? <laughs> but you know, the thing is, like, just it, it comes down to it. The the structure, it's it's hard to get through. It's hard to get through the EVPs. Mm-hmm. Now, when you mentioned earlier about that relationship that may be damaged, mm-hmm. it might be easier now because they might get, you know, who knows? They might get fired as EVPs. Then they have options, though. Do you take that risk? Because Triple H, Triple H offered them those deals first before AW got started. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega and Triple H, and they both said we love Triple H. Like he was very great to us. Like he offers mm-hmm. all types of things. Cool. Well, I guess you can't fire, you can't. Cause that's all under one contract, probably, right? See, EVP I don't. See, I don't know. Cause that's because, where it gets funky. Yeah, see, we don't see that's that's information we're not privy to. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. This is this is the things that I say. This is why we having this discussion because there's all these other intervals that we have not taken into consideration. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so, continue. Yeah. yeah, I just, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, mm-hmm. I don't see how you fix this. All it's right. a mess. It's a Bro- pure mess, brother Hugh. Does AEW need to hit the reset button? And if so, how do they do that? How do they get a fresh start? I mean, I don't think you can. Like, yeah, you need to do something to kind of get a fresh start. But to get a fresh, fresh start, that's 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 not going to happen. I don't see that really happening. The best wow. thing you could probably do right now is, as far as the structure, first of all, you got to have a sit down with uh, your EVPs and mm-hmm. figure out figure out what's going on. Like, how are we going to handle business from here on out? Are we gonna go kick in doors from now on? What what's gonna happen? You know, that's the new culture. 
like it, we can't we can't it is. we can't Sweat we can't leg. do this as as you know representatives <laughs> of our business we can't do this you see what i'm saying and then what i'm looking for is you you have to have those veterans those notable veterans that 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 know about the business that are willing to come in and do what they have to do. Like give them a specific job. Like for mm-hmm. instance, Matt Hardy, instead of him making a rest like him being a wrestler, or whatever, whatever, no, this is your job. Mm-hmm. You're ahead of talent. You're ahead of this. This is well, what is, you do. Isn't that what he's trying to do now with guys like Arn Anderson and all them other guys now? He's you know he's pretty much promoting everybody and Tony Schiavone is supposed to be his right hand man. Is that good enough? It's it's a step. You, you don't seem sold, brother. You say no, you 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 ain't buying this, man. No, you like nah. Because, because at the end of the day, it doesn't seem genuine. That, and, because, and you are because absolutely and, correct. And that's my thing. Like he's yeah. just doing this just to, to try face. to put a bandaid on it now. There you go. Like nah, the the, the problem is you. Honestly, first of all, like uh, who was it? Chapter one said, "Look, look at your businesses." There you go. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's you, obviously. So maybe you need to go out, do some more research, and and find someone who who can actually come in and help take some of that extra stress off of you. What if he doesn't want to though? Because it's his company. Well, then, then go down the drain. Okay, that's Continue fair. Continue to go down the drain. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. Those, those, are, those are his action figures, and he wants to play with them how he wants to play with them. Exactly, exactly. It's like, look, I can't. This man, this man has the attitude of, oh yeah, you know, uh, I'm just a big wrestling fan. I'm having fun. I'm just doing something that I wanted to do, you know. And and as soon as you piss him off, with as soon as you piss him off, what's his go-to line? Well, I've got more money, got than money. than money. I've got more money than anybody, so it doesn't matter what you say. What does money mean if you don't know how to invest it the correct way? You better preach, brother. Like, come on now. What's up? You know how they said the million dollar man was uh really Vince McMahon? Mm-hmm. Is MJF really Tony Khan? Um I'm 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 not buying it any anymore. Okay. Because um, I'm better than better at than least, better. <laughs> at least MJF can deliver something, right? <laughs> right? Hey, like yeah. he, like he, he could he could go in the mic and he can sell you something. Like okay, you know what I believe you. You know what I mean? But, yeah, um, he had the crowd in his hand tonight. Like people was like, wait a minute, is he turning face? He got he had the Josh Allen jersey on. He walking out there saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Next thing you know, he flipped it, and then after Moxley came out, mm-hmm. but but yeah. but but uh, but Brandon, this is now see, this is this is this is there we go, ready? Because this is you got to put your creative. You know, he's always pitching creative ideas. Mm-hmm. Besides putting the belt on Jericho, because that's his, that's, his <laughs> that's Brandon's right. that's, the that's Brandon's thing answer to solve all his problems. First of all, first of all. Until you figure it out, you might have to put the belt on Jericho. Let me tell you why. Wait a minute. What you say? <laughs> Let me tell you why. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me explain myself. But 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 brother Brandon, you know you you you're the creator. You he pitches ideas all day. Like if you let him fresh out of his coma, and he gets in like into a mode. He will. He can. He can pitch ideas left and right. You know he's been doing that since I known him in two thousand one. Shout out to Listen Brandon to for saving my WrestleMania, bringing the WrestleMania seventeen tape. <laughs> I can you get that shout out publicly for the first time. He, he he will pitch an idea and he will he will back it up like he does creative. So so Brandon, this is your chance. Like the the, the other brothers, AW's on two right now. What's up? Yeah, So his and honestly, if you look at the structure, here it comes. If you look at the structure, he starts off. He starts off with honestly look at the structure. Yeah, is it? Yeah, Tony Khan is Tony Khan is AEW. That's we don't true. need to know. We don't need to know that he is AEW. 
He needs a chief operating officer. And if he wants to do the booking, let him do the booking. But you need somebody to be your chief operating officer to put all the structures in place. And it doesn't have to be a wrestler because look look what the board of directors did with WWE. They would have found somebody else that didn't know half the stuff about wrestling but knew a business aspect. Mm-hmm. So now, how many years has uh, Nick Khan been with WWE? It's mm-hmm. been like f- five, six years or something. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but he learned enough about the wrestling business to make the business successful. And now he has Stephanie as his partner that knows the wrestling side to give him that good balance. So if Tony, you want to be the wrestling side, that's fine. You don't have to have somebody equal, but you need a right hand or right hand woman, man, whatever you want to say to help you establish that. Because when you look at the history, yeah, you're not going to be like WCW, but dude, you imploded in one day. Like as much wrestling happened this weekend, all we talking about is what happened with this fight, what's going on with this. In one day. I was about yeah. to say that wasn't even the biggest Everything thing that happened in your company. Like for real. Like the part is, as far as the show. Yeah, but look what Roman Roman Reigns did something. He basically told a reporter, acknowledge me, and then walked off. That should have been the talk of the but it was like, nope, Tony Khan said, Hold my beer, watch me. I'm gonna up you. Watch me. And it's crazy because and he proceeded to drink it. Yeah, he was throwing it back, bro. I don't know what he had. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, know I don't know the bottle, but he was throwing that, it back. And I, say, and I say reset, but he needs to reset and look to the what the past wrestling companies did and see why they were successful. Because right now, Impact ain't worried about WWE or AEW. Sure. Impact is his own niche. Fight TV, you can watch Impact. You're going to get a quality show. You going Mickey James was out there for, I don't know if y'all saw this, Um, was it last week or the week before? Basically mm-hmm. cutting a, almost a cookie cutter promo. And I love Mickey James. The same one like Mark Henry did where, oh, I'm going to retire. Never mind, I ain't retiring mm-hmm. type of deal. She said she's going to keep wrestling until she's at the end. But you know when you watch Impact, you're going to get quality. You ain't going to get a $100 billion program, but they are here. They have stand power. But mm-hmm. their roots came from a Wednesday night, nine, what was it, 995? You could order it. Yep. And they yep. built upon it. He jumped out there. With, with all that so many different money. things. Yep. Right. So now you have AW Dark, AW Dark Elevation, Dynamite, and um, Rampage. You got four hours. Is it four? Two, three, four. Almost five hours of a program, but mm-hmm. you have 100 hours worth of talent Yes. that you can't filter because you don't know how to book it to the point that, mm-hmm. oh, the Dark Order has 746 wins in two weeks because they've been on Dark every week. But don't get on the trios title. Let's give it to our EVPs because they took the loss in the original tag team once. So we're going to prepay them because we did it that way. And from a wrestling standpoint, that's probably what happened. But if you had somebody in charge of booking and let it be Tony Khan and somebody in charge of your operation, I could be watching four different shows of AEW and not even care about what the other program are doing. Because right. if you want to watch NWA, NWA is a total different wrestling show. Mm-hmm. They have an audience. Impact has an audience. WWE has an audience. New Japan has their own audience. Tony Khan worried about trying to take everybody from WWE. Dude, just do you. Worry about you. You got ROH now, so now you have a fifth program. Make your own. It's not even a program. It's just the belts. (laughs) Same talent, just belts. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. What's wrong with. You're going to laugh when I say that. What's wrong with. Putting the the belt on Jericho. Putting putting the bell on Jericho. (laughs) (laughs) Give him the ROH title. Get it from Cesaro right now. Um, But 
No, but what I'm saying is, um, take us. He got to take a step back, remove himself, and if he has to name somebody, and I know that's you know dollars might not make sense. Name somebody the CEO. Name somebody the CEO. You can be the chairman of the board. You can be whatever you want to be. You can be the face of the company, but you need somebody in an office doing your day to day operations, so you don't have these firestorms that happen. Because this is the one that we saw publicly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 quite honestly, we we've we've seen we've seen quite a few. We've seen um, we've seen a, a meltdown from Jeff Hardy. We've seen um, uh, we've seen talent get hurt unnecessarily. We've seen, like I said, Malachi Black and people who need to have mental health breaks. We've seen in a, in a surmountable, um, did I say that word right? We, we've seen a large amount of injuries. But look uh, at the Twitter feeds. His wrestlers that support when people are bashing the company, <laughs> they supporting it like, you think any of that would happen? Like, they're angry. Like, they're yeah. angry and they feel like, who was it um, that said something about, like, dang, we would love to see you today. was like, yeah, me too. Oh, hey, I'm still wrestling. I still wrestle there. Or, like, yeah. who was the one wrestler that said they found out, they finally found me because I've been in catering for two years. In oh, WWE. wow. Ouch. Remember, um, what was his name? Um, was it JTG? No, he was part of Retribution, the other dude in Retribution. Oh, yeah. Um, man, why is his name drawing a blank? And he said, oh, they finally found me because he said he was hiding in catering for two years. Oh, and they finally found which- which one, the, the, the one. short guy or the big one? The short one. I forgot his name. His yeah, name Shane, he, was white... he was Shane something, right? Yes, yes, because he wound up going straight to I think MLW afterwards. But needless yeah. to say, like when your wrestlers are agreeing with the fans, mm-hmm. at some point you got to say, "Let me sit back and let me think," because too many people have too much access to them. Right. Too many people have too much freedom. It's no filter. Mm-hmm. It's no. Control. He doesn't have. He doesn't have control right now. Yeah, I think. I think we're kind of all on the same page when it comes to. Look, we gotta get this going. We're, lo- we're losing Brian H. He, he, has, <laughs> he has. He has he money. He's gonna sleep in the, He gonna fall asleep in the chair again. Yeah. <laughs> he dozed off. He gonna fall asleep he again. Like, <laughs> Hold on. Oh, what did you, Brandon? That did not happen. I said, "Sleep." I said, "We're we're, we're losing them." Uh, that's what I said. We got burning the old midnight oil. But past midnight. <laughs> I think I think we're gentlemen. This is first of all, it's been an excellent conversation. It's a conversation mm-hmm. that, that we needed to have. I think and we shout out we, to everybody who stayed with us. Yeah, too. man. This, That's how you know you, it was good. You guys can we just shout out Carmelo Hayes? That <laughs> match with Ricochet. That's why he got the belt behind that, him. That man had his trunks just like the belt. Did y'all notice those little small details? I've, I mean and he had jer- he had jerseys of all his victims and then he called them. And then the last one he showed Ricochet, I said, oh, man, Ricochet, you going down. Yeah, that's, said, that's you, you don't miss. Nope. That's what you need, though. You know what I mean? Like, you need you need the that, that level of creativity when it comes to the subtleness. Like, it's the details. And I think if uh, more talent kind of had that approach, Carmelo Hayes is definitely, like I said, someone to watch. He's been doing some uh, some crazy work. I think it's only a matter of time before they find space for him elsewhere. He, might, he, may, he may be in NXT for a while, so he can kind of help build himself in that brand. But... Um, Carmelo Hayes is, is phenomenal ta- phenomenal talent, but um, I think I think the general consensus, gentlemen, is that this is a Tony Khan problem that's rubbing mm-hmm. off on AEW. 
And I think we can all agree that it's bad. Like, like, like Uncle Ross said this earlier. He said it's bad when everyone's on the same page in regards to how bad uh, AEW has been. This is, I don't think we've ever seen anything this public within a wrestling company uh, ever. You know, like usually this information stayed in the dirt sheets, but because we have social media and everything is always mm-hmm. readily available to us, this is technically public information. And uh, I mean, it's don't get me wrong, we had the public meltdown of uh, Vince McMahon, his allegations. Um, but it, you know, he I think he had enough foresight as far as their board of directors to say we have to separate the, the entity, we have to separate the individual from the entity, right? Mm-hmm. So the entity was allowed to save face. And uh, open your eyes, Brian H. And uh, nah, hey, don't look like it, bro. You nah, going? He's uh, no, nah, I was now. Nah, you got it. Was that, <laughs> yeah, we're, it's right, we're, right. Losing, we're losing Brian H. But I, I'll say this. I'm sitting this, here this scrolling is, through comments. Hey, look, look, bro. You got it. You got it. I'm just saying. Right, nobody, man, nobody else, eyes low, look, nobody else, eyes look that low when they scroll through comments. That's all I'm saying. But, um, but I, I'll say this. Here's what, here's what, <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Hey, bro, rest in peace. You look like Brody Lee, bro. That, like, you know, the fate that Luke Harvey's to make? Yo, that was tough. I appreciate it. That, so you just popped your voice. That was a good one. But um, I'll, I'll say this, and then and then we'll wrap up, because I know it's late, man. We've been burned. We, we just hit the two-hour mark, which is excellent, and we've got all 10 eyes on the product. The, the Grand Slam Tournament of Champions is just to crown, to crown a new world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson. Oh, that's a perfect. Thank you, thank you, sir. See, all well, well, let, let me update it because mm-hmm. th- this is the only thing we find. So, um, Danielson beat Page. On, oh, so this was uh, okay. So this was tonight. Okay, I see. Yeah, this yeah, was tonight. tonight. Danielson beat Page. Uh, Sammy G will take on Darby Allen on Friday, and Here, the final. Hmm? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. Yeah. So then, in two weeks. They'll crown the champion. Uh, you'll have Brian and Jericho, and then the winner of Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen will take on Moxley. Got it. Here's It'll my problem: Jericho and Moxley for the world title. And this is my, and this is my problem with that right there. This is what I'm talking about. They have a chance to really hit the reset button and do something special, like when when Roman Reigns didn't want to be there for COVID. Like Strowman had a run. Braun Strowman mm-hmm. had a run. Right? They didn't sit there and say like, well. Let's just do something to, to make sure. Sure, we're going to put it back on Roman, but let's let's give somebody else a, a run in the meantime. You put that graphic back up there, Brian Nitch, real quick. Mm-hmm. It's missing somebody, right? Oh, so so just the wild card though. MJF has the the the, the coin, the chip, or whatever. That's I mean, cool. I ain't even talking about that. You, you know what I'm talking about, Dwayne? Who who you who yeah. we missing? Where's Wardlow? But, uh, th- thank you. Listen to me. This is exactly what I was going to get into. And, 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 and I, and I <laughs> that's a ready made feud. I had this conversation with Brian H. I had this conversation with Brother Hugh and Brandon got like all on individual basis. And now we're going to have it together. Mm-hmm. Why do you not take this time to cause some buzz just to create some new excitement? Mm-hmm. You have former world champions like like freaking Pentagon. Pentagon Jr., Penta L0, whatever you want to call him, whatever phase he's in. He's a former Impact World Champion. He's a former MLW yep. champion. Like, mm-hmm. why is he not in this tournament? I'm sick of seeing him open up shows. The trio titles. They Bro, gave him a trio title. Like, I don't care, though. Like, I, I'm with you, 100%. If you want to do a, a Grand Slam tournament champions, have Pac against Brian Danielson, and then the, the, he goes against Chris Jericho. Have freaking Wardlow versus Darby Allen to see who goes against John Moxley. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got these like, same cats doing it. You know, come on, man. Like, even if they don't win, like it, it's yep. it's enough to get you excited. To say, oh snap, the TNT champion is Ray face off against the All Atlantic champion to see who gets boxed. Like, come on, man. Who's going to be the world champion? Will he hold double? Well, it's going to be a double champion at the end of this because the two chat give somebody some excitement because guess yeah. what? It's going to be something different. Like, and I just said that not because I'm a Jericho fan. We know it's going to be Jericho and Moxley because they're going to retell that same story. And then guess what's going to happen? I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Khan give it back to Moxley. Well, see, like, what they want you to think is it's going to be either a possibility of Danielson and Moxley, and you got the, you know. Or Jericho the, and Sammy. Bingo. You know, that's what they want you to think. I'm going to tell you right now, either way, I don't want to see none of those matchups. So say yeah, say, Dan- say say Danielson wins on that side. Say say, say Danielson beats Jericho and Sammy Guevara or Darby Allen beats John Moxley. I don't want to see Sammy Guevara versus Dan- Brian Danielson <laughs> for the AW World title or Darby Allen versus Brian Danielson for the for the AW World mm-hmm. title. Like, come on, man, give me a big and match gonna feel. Be Moxley and, and yeah. You really think it's going to be Moxley and Daniel Bryan? And I'm tired and of saying them too. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing them too. Like I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I'm saying this right now on record, Brian. You you can uh, dispose yeah. of it now. I'm saying this right now. I have not seen a big match feel on AW since Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega. Mm. Like and before you, that, it was Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. Like for, yeah, for, for for the unified titles, like Think a big it. match yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, like so, and it's, I'm talking about something I haven't. And seen they hurry up and gave it to us. Like I'm talking, <laughs> the, I'm talking about something I have not seen before. Yeah. Right. So now, now this is what they're getting. And it's, this is this is the stuff that I'm talking about because I don't want to. Like I said, because Warlow wins the title, MJF come down, want to cash it in. Holy easy, crap. easy, oh easy, my, easy. TNT and a what you call a champion. And look, he's the double champion. And no, see, I'm not doing all what? that. No, see, you ain't see, that's, that. see, that's where it goes too far. Find, find put, no, no, I'm saying you would. No, I'm asking you, would you keep, let him keep it? Oh, no, no, no. no. He got to drop that somehow, some way, because I would, now what you do, you open up a, another opportunity for another star to come so up. So he would and, drop and it before the some, tournament, or he would drop it during the tournament? Some, he would have to drop it before, somehow, some way. But he wouldn't look, if you, would you make him look weak? Don't, wouldn't that make him look weak then? No. He dropped the title. Nope. Because I'm going to tell you what you do. Have him drop the title. That's the risk. Like, yo, if you drop this title, that's the only way you get in this tournament. You got to put, make the title. Oh, vacant, relinquish right? it. Relinquish yeah, like, it. Like, don't give say, it up. When you say drop, I'm thinking that he's losing the. No, you, you know no, what? You're actually, right. like, you you actually right. You're right. You're right. You absolutely right. 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 So, right, so, right. so, so relinquish the title. Right. Go into the, go into the, the, the match. Win it. Let MGF cash in. Whatever you want to call it. Cheat. Do whatever you got to do. Get him out of there. And then let him re-enter the 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 title. Whatever thing they want to do for the TNT. Because now he's got to chase and get that title back. You know what I mean? Like, well, he can, he can, he can chase the world title. Don't let him chase back to TNT. That's a, that's let another him go thing. The world title. That's yeah. another thing. You, and then, and then you have what, options. And then, that's the thing. You have that's options. the whole and that's the whole point, brother. Here, yeah. you have options. You don't book yourself into a freaking corner like Cody Rhodes said. He's like, I made a mistake by making that stipulation of all. Well, if I lose this match, he was all dramatic. If I lose this match, I will never challenge for the AW. Like, bro, you booked yourself into a corner. You that was long. Remember, they said. They said the TNT title was going to be equal to the world title. And no. I was like, come on now. Bro, this is <laughs> not 1985. It's but not remember, NWA, WCW. <laughs> but when he said I was like, y'all sound silly. First off, the belt wasn't even finished when it came out. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't even title. done. I said, it had no gold plating. I said, come on now. Like, but no, okay. So now let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Would Pac have to drop his um, title too to enter the tournament? That could have been a good way to get the champion to give somebody else a chance too. Because you call it a Grand Slam chip, and there's nothing wrong. It worked for Impact when you had to – they could turn in an X Division title 
for a world title match, remember? Man. How it, many it, people might want to become world champion that way? One thing is, too, you want to make people kind of forget what happened. Reason why you had to drop the do the vacant title in the first place. Like, granted, it was COVID, so we didn't necessarily forget that Roman was going to get the belt. But it was nice to see Strowman. It was a change of pace. If but we, we put the, we wanted Roman to take that time away. We said, no, no, you don't need to. Be well, there. no, well, we wanted him to take it off Goldberg, though. But it was, they was both getting, <laughs> both men sucked. But you know, with this, with when you in a time like Moxley came out there and said to him when MJF started doing his trolling stick, he was like, "Now ain't the time. Now ain't the time." He's kind of like that big cousin that's out there, and you, you, it's a family crisis, and you acting a fool. And that big cousin was like, "Look, you better get out of here. It ain't the time for that." That's how Moxley acted. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, if you put the title on MJF, or even if you put the title on Warlow, you're making people forget about CM Punk and the reason why you had to do that. Yep. I mean, and and, and that makes absolute perfect sense at the end of the day. And and, what, and, and go ahead. Why, why was Why was Paige in the uh, tournament? Why is he being rewarded for being a professional? Exactly. Like this dude. This dude. He he had he played a hand in all this other stuff. Well, well because because. Again, Tony Khan didn't check him, right? Tony Khan didn't, nobody, like, I bet you, I can almost guarantee you nobody had the conversation that we had about going as deep into Adam Page being responsible for all this. But is he being rewarded or did he get buried? Well, he didn't get suspended, but I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, like, nobody went that deep as we did because the conversation has been about right the hands being thrown at CM Punk. So yeah, because, but- like you're saying, why is he getting rewarded? Well, it's just yeah, like, that's well, that's the desperate. question. Like, you okay, know. okay, so he if he did throw hands, why you put him in this tournament though, bro? You got to sit this one out. You not get suspended. It's like it's like you in high school. Okay, but that's no structure. He, but but he got to get away with that promo. He's in you, the, He was in the match to get the pin, like, like in the trios match. You, he you guys caused the dark water to lose. He is the fall guy right now, bro. Listen to me though. It it you guys get suspended and you guys get detention. It's it's a lesser charge, but you like you had something to do with it, but not worth maybe getting suspension. But the, you had your hand in this too, right? Mm-hmm. So you get suspended, or you get detention, or you get in school suspension. So yeah, we're not gonna send you home. But it's, I'm not putting you in the Grand Slam Champions Tournament just to lose. I don't care about that. Like you're not there to do the job. You're not getting that opportunity. Well, clearly, I'm putting, you see the tournaments book like trash. I'm putting yeah, Pentagon exactly. Junior. <laughs> I'm putting Pentagon Junior versus Daniel Bryan for that. Like that match by itself would have been like yo, let's that have been worth the admission. Like that, give me the, the only payoff. thing I would have did, I would have put both of the brothers in there. I'll put a Ray Phoenix at Pentagon because remember, they had that triple threat match, and you mm. forget Ray Phoenix can go too. And, and and what it does is it switches things up a little bit, it, it creates mm-hmm. this buzz and excitement because you're like, well, shoot, I don't know what the heck happens next. And I think that's what's uh, that's probably what's missing the most from AEW right now. But man, this is d- d- brothers, this is I'm glad we had this, <laughs> I'm glad we had this conversation. <laughs> It and needed that's why you need to learn from Impact. Impact will build the star. Impact will build the world champion. And see, and see, Impact has no pressure. Like they, they stay within themselves. They, they're not mm, trying to, true. like you said, they're not trying to do too much. They're not trying to compete. They said, look, this, they, their biggest competition in my mind is like NWA, and they share talent, so they're really not competing at the end of the day. They mm-hmm. both, they both studio shows. They both, they like you said, they focus on their guys. Like Josh Alexander is, you know, they're trying to build him as as a guy, and there's, there's no. They have they don't have a high profile TV there that says all right we need to see Moose every two minutes or to start the show in the middle of the show like no nah, they're like dude we, we can kind of do what we want we can, can kind of control they how we navigate to this they do what they do best no, I, I'm not sure if they don't but um yeah I'm pretty sure nobody wants to see him every two minutes Moose <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, at, at, at the end of the day 
brothers, like I said, this is I hope what the people, is no. I hope the people got their money's worth today. Like I appreciate yeah. you guys staying up and burning the old men dot oil. But this is a conversation we had. Brother <laughs> Brother Brandon, Brandon, the guy, guy. We appreciate you coming on with us tonight, man. We that we like we knew we had to do this, you know, and it was something that needed to be the conversation will definitely continue because we're still waiting to see all this play out as of today. Like I said, all the all the people that were involved were suspended and stripped of their titles. And um I I do there's a few things that you know I do feel the elite's relationship with Tony Khan is is starting to sour. Business is business, but you know, mm, I don't know. Only time will tell. But ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you staying up late with us. And if you're listening to this at a later date, we appreciate you tuning in to the end of the show. Um next week, I'm sure we'll we'll get back to our regularly scheduled program. We'll have plenty to get into, we'll plenty to talk about. And and I'm sure you know more will probably come from everything that's going on right now in the world of professional wrestling. Gentlemen, any last words? Just one thing. Remember, stay in a cut like a Band-Aid, like somebody said last week. Bro, <laughs> he said, I'm in a cut like a Band-Aid. He said, stay in a cut like a Band-Aid. <laughs> I, I tried to look at my phone and said, did he say what I think he said? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make you some type of cool t-shirt like something with something cool on it I might put uh-huh. that on a t-shirt like staying in a cut like a band-aid and just put <laughs> has the third under it because that's too smooth but we gotta we gotta start like solidifying your coolness like tangibly like it's gotta mm-hmm. be somewhere that we can like I wanna wear a shirt that says that <laughs> it says has the third under it and a little has this material sign so then look right. out they might show up at the shop so if it's randomly on the store one day <laughs> You know, don't be surprised. Yo, that happened. That happened one day. I was sitting there like, wait a minute, we got new merch. God dang, I gotta spend some money. But you can get on wrestlinground.com. Yeah, I'm, I'm loading up. Yeah. I got I gotta I gotta get some new stuff, but it's it's um we, we got some stuff we gotta do. We got photo shoots, we got all kinds of stuff we gotta get ready for. We got new marketing materials, new stuff to film, so much content on the way. Plus, we got another special with Brandon the guy guy. Uh, one of the original belt kings so we're looking forward to that but follow us on all social media platforms at wrestling realm two w's subscribe to our patreon twitch and youtube at the wrestling realm wrestling underscore realm for patreon brandon is there anything you like to plug before we get out of here anything you like to say man appreciate you being our special guest while brian is just holding on by a thread (laughs) (laughs) i always appreciate the invite i appreciate you brother thank you again Yes, Trust me. I look forward to our next special. This this will not be the last time we'll do this, so stay tuned. So, ladies and gentlemen, we <laughs> appreciate you. Oh, <laughs> y'all hitting that AEW show? DC? Anyone coming up soon? You know what I mean? My mama once told me that. AEW is not necessarily the place you want to be because I just I just wish that maybe that one day AEW figure things out. But you know what? For as for me. The realist, I don't think I will be attending AEW anytime soon. You dig it? <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the opportunity. That's like Macho Man doing the Elvis impression. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Me and his and I never heard the regular sound again. His brother. This is this has been a, this has been one brother that I'll show. We appreciate you guys, ladies and gentlemen. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Ryan.
Hey.